All right, well, let's get started. There's a lot to talk about, so we're just going to jump right in. Episode 141, the whole crew's here. We have Dan over there sipping what I assume is straight vodka in that. I'm, I'm drunker oh. than that woman that pissed drunker, off Kyle. Drunker than the woman in I'm theater for Kyle. Drunker than Wow, you're, you're, you're prom date drunk right now. That's amazing. And that's, that voice you hear there is Kyle. Kyle's here. He's alive. I know I'm last alive. week we announced that he was dead and or homosexual. We weren't sure which one. <laughs> I got What's over. I, I, went to a, I went to the pray, pray the Gay Away camp, and it's gone now. Um, so uh-huh. I'm, feeling, I'm feeling straight, but not great. Oh, oh I need a bumper so... sticker that says that. <laughs> not great. Uh, Tim, dead great. or gay? What's the difference, right? What's the difference? Uh, wow. All right. There it is. Appreciate I'm going to take that clip of Dan and just hold yeah, on to right. it for when I need to hold something against him. But, but, but uh, dub it over. Dub it over Derek's mouth. Dub it over Derek's mouth because that's something you. It's expected I would not for him, deny not that you, in public. I would be like, hell yeah, I fully endorse that comment. All right. So there's our. Uh, very, very woke member of the group, Derek, is yeah. here. Yeah, he's Pro women. Very Pro women. Hashtag me too. <laughs> now you are uh, kind of frozen. Your video. Yeah, I was going to say he's so woke that he's frozen. <laughs> uh, I think Skype heard everything you just said and is taking action as we speak. Is what I think. Happened. Bill Gates is very mad. Uh, and then, of course, Jeff is here as well. And uh, Jeff and I rock in the God of War backgrounds. Dan and Kyle rock in the awesome real life backgrounds. Got to give him props for those. Good effort put into those. I like those. And then Derek, Derek. Derek's rocking the attractive man background. Yeah, Derek's got. Kill, is it Killian Murphy? Is that how you say yeah. it? Or is it Silly? Yeah. So my wife hasn't seen him in a lot of movies, but we saw an ad that had him. I think it might have been for Peaky Blinders. And she did the thing that, you know, we've been together for 20 years, married for 18. And when there's someone that she finds attractive, she always goes, ugh. Uh, like, yeah. uh, it's, it's like the uh, opposite thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's cute. like that yeah. opposite. She's like, "Ugh, get sure. him off the screen." I'm like, "Got it. Right. I understand. Yeah. I, guess. Yeah. I get it." And I, Hall, I actually agreed. Hall I was like, "Written down. All right." I was like, go. "I agree with you. I agree with you." Uh, yeah, Killian, he's a handsome fellow. He's a handsome fellow. He is, and he, it doesn't hurt that he's got. He's just one of the best actors too. So I really, I really like his acting. Yeah, he's, oh, he's, he's phenomenal. Great. Yeah, he's he's one of those that feel like effortless. Like he just even in his smaller in. roles and stuff, I'm just like this dude. Like yeah. for example, Inception. I thought he was incredible in that movie. He, he had a pretty, yeah. he had a relatively small role, like an important part of the story, but a smaller role. You know, I mean, even as, even yeah. Scarecrow's not a huge role. I guess maybe in Batman Begins he is, but when he shows yeah. up in the subsequent in the second two one, movies, yeah. you're talking about super memorable scenes that last like two minutes. You know? Yeah, man. Yeah, he or just one of those he's... like um quick like pop like kind of popcorn movies. Uh, what is it, Red Eye? That's like not yeah. like Red Eye, yeah, any awards, so but like Matt. he's like fantastic in that movie. Like yeah. he yeah. is because that movie is kind of meh, but he's awesome. You know, yeah. there's right. That, that, I agree with you there. So Killian Murphy's the man. So there you go. That's if you're just listening, that's what our backgrounds look like. And then if you're just listening, not if you're watching. If you're watching, ignore this. If you're listening, we are all looking amazing today. Like just so handsome. It's amazing. Uh, better it took than me clean. 30 minutes to look just like this. So. Yep. Samesies. Uh, all right, so let's jump right into what I think is the most important thing to talk about this week, and that's God of War Ragnarok, released this week, one of our most anticipated games as a group. Uh, we've had various amounts of time to play it. I think all of us have at least played it some, though, so we can give you our impressions. Don't worry. We'll keep it spoiler-free. Um, be but so if, you just, if you just don't, if you don't even want to hear like our thoughts if you don't even want to hear our thoughts on the game, that's understandable. That's fine. Maybe you won't get to play it for a little while. Um, just check the timestamp. I'll make sure to put timestamps in for when we move on to the next. Do y'all, do y'all want to give like a one word for the people who are skipping? You know, boy. What do you mean? 
Like the people Boy. who are about to skip the segment, oh, you know, oh. uh, who don't oh. want the spoilers. You Boy's, a like good, a one. Boy's a good one. That's All good. Right. Yeah. Or just, or just the no, 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 no is good. No. Uh, <laughs> what good. do you think, Kyle? What's yours? Uh, y'all said it all. That's great. <laughs> you covered uh, the whole. You covered the whole thing. Yeah. The, whole gonna, spectrum, the whole spectrum. The whole spectrum. I'm gonna go with. Uh, oh, what's one word to describe this game so far? I don't know, man. Hammer. That's that's Fimble Winter yeah. for you. That's what I'm gonna say. Fimble, Fimble Winter. <laughs> um, all right. So hopefully you've skipped ahead. If not, whatever. We're not going to spoil it. We're truly not. Like there's going to be impressions and like we'll talk about gameplay and maybe some of the environments, but no, no story spoilers outside of what's been obvious from the trailers or maybe from the end of. We might spoil the end of the last game too. So keep that in mind. Mm. Too. Yeah, either because we're oh, probably we, yeah we have to. Yeah, we have to. Kind of have yes. to. So, uh, so God of War Ragnarok has been out for a few days now. Uh, Jeff and Derek, I think, have had the most time with it. Um, the ability to get into the game the farthest. I don't know how far you are, Dan. How much have you played it? Uh, about five or six hours. Okay. I'm a little behind that. I'm Dan, Dan and I are about the same spot, it sounds like. Closer to four, maybe five. Although today, I racked up time on the game, but didn't actually get to play it much because it was paused <sighs> so much. I thought I had a pretty open afternoon to, like, play but then i'd have to pause it and go deal with a bunch of stuff and then come back i won't bore you with all the real life stuff it, it's just one of those days you know i, I thought i had yeah, more Brady bunch one of those yeah. days Brady bunch. Yeah. um Jan so it was marsha in the face with a football or whatever <laughs> it was paused a lot um <laughs> yep so so i racked up like an hour and a half of game time probably only played about 20 minutes <laughs> so oh, so anyway oh. i i think i'm at about a four hour ish of actually playing the game um so far so uh i think it's suffice to say right out of the gate this game is living up to my expectations in the first three, four hours. I mean, it. I would say even right right away as the game got going, I was like, "I'm back. I'm, I'm yeah. here." Like, I'm, yeah. it's it. It took no time for me. It didn't yeah. take any time. But then they, of course, if you remember from the first game, there's a huge encounter with Balder. It's a really epic fight that just it was. The, the first it, one it, you're talking about? Yeah, the first game is a really big fight with Balder where you're going back and forth. And it's like, who is this guy? What is he trying to do? Like, oh, yes. why won't he die? This is insane. Like, that was an insane opening moment of that game after kind of a peaceful walk through the forest. And you had one boss fight, but overall pretty peaceful opening. Um, and then it goes to that. And then this game, I won't say who, but there's a, another memorable, there's a memorable encounter right out of the gate at the beginning. There's a verbal mm. encounter, which was like, whoa, this is pretty epic. Even just the verbal, even just the discussion, I thought this is so cool, so tense. There's some really yeah. funny lines too. So tense, and that's yeah. where the clip yeah. that Dan sh- shared when he stands up slowly and says, no. "That's where that clip comes from." <laughs> yeah. Right. No, no, no. Would you it like just to donate one dollar to child charities, whatever? No, 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 no. no. Um, so, uh, and then there's that really epic encounter, which I thought was awesome, and we get introduced to uh, yes. a few new, new characters, new actors. Um, that are voicing these characters that are all incredible so far. So, um, so I, I just want to throw it out there. I think it's hitting every note I wanted it to right out of the gate. It doesn't seem to be straying super far from the formula that made the 2018 one successful, and that could be a knock on it for some folks. If for some reason you don't like that formula of the open area but relatively linear, like if that's not your thing, okay. But I think this is doubling down on that very yes. successful formula. Is that fair? I don't know if you think that's fair to say. <clears throat> What do you guys yeah, think? I think it's fair. Yeah, I mean, uh, God, of, God of Snore Ragamuffin is, uh, it's all right. Yeah, all right. that's that's how I feel. Next, let's talk about Sonic, guys. 
Sonic. <laughs> hey, um, I so, did like Sonic. Uh, so, did so I'm like 12 hours in. I played a lot the first two days it released. I haven't been able to really play it much the last two days. Um, but overall, like, I agree with you guys' sentiment on the, the opening. The beginning is it's really good. It's It's a good way of, like, drawing you in with like an action scene but it not being really like heavy on gameplay it's just like kind of fun to watch and mm-hmm. and be a part of kind of like what we were talking about we did a, a requiem plague tale requiem spoiler cast last week and we talked a lot about their little set pieces it was kind of like that it was like a little mini set piece yep. so i like that plus it was bringing back <clears throat> a character that we're not mentioning that was very vital in the first game um, bringing her back, and I, I haven't gotten to where we really get to see her again, mm-hmm. but I expect that we will be seeing her again. I think I'm you getting might. closer. Yeah. Um, but basically, uh, that'd be so weird feelings... if we don't, right? After that opening, yeah. right. it seems like an unresolved situation. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it seems I inevitable. I, I think I'm getting closer to Just... it. Just. My... Can't wait for you all to my, <laughs> my overall take of <laughs> the game, though, is um, shit. <laughs> I really, I'm really enjoying it. It's not going to be my game of the year. Spoilers. It's not going to be my game of the year. It can't beat Yeah, because it has story. Why would it? The, the best <laughs> this game. talking in it, so, you know. <laughs> no, I don't have a problem with the story in this one, just like I didn't have the problem with the story in, like, Xenoblade Chronicles 3 and stuff like that. I'm enjoying Kratos. Kratos is Kratos is my dude. I I like his vocabulary. <laughs> no, dude. enough, dude. I love the little I... dialogue as you're traveling, and you know, as you're in the boat, of course, just like in the first game, that's where a lot of dialogue happens. And sometimes I avoid going to the shore because I want to hear the end of the convo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, They'll but, bring up uh, something that's like, tell me the story about how Odin did this or yeah. whatever, and I'm like, I literally stop. That's the boat. a long story. I'm I'm yeah. gonna have to just circle around, <laughs> just sit in the boat here, I guess. Yeah, yeah. We're just gonna um, no, I like, the I, I'm the opposite. I like hearing him cut him off and be like, not not anymore. That's, that's not that's now. And then, then Atreus is like, okay, uh, but I do like when there was a moment where it's real quiet and he just goes, Father. Do you ever wonder if what we're doing is the right thing? And he just goes, no. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, all right. All right. Yeah. All there, right. Are, there are some really great, like, one-liners. And not even one-liners, but, like, one-word responses from Kratos in, like, the first opening hours of this game that are just I think epic. So, too. But, or so, just like, like the, a, first, mm. the first game, he's very cold and cut off from his son. That's part of what made 2018's God of War my favorite game of that year. It still is. Like, even re-ranking those games, I've looked back. It's still my favorite game from that year. And a lot of it was, of course, the gameplay, amazing beautiful to look at the music was stunning but like the, it was to me it was all about the character moments that took it over the top to be the very best little things like do you remember you in the have, beginning of that game where no he idea. where no he idea. where he goes to put his, <laughs> hand on his shoulder but then he stops you know like little mm-hmm. moments like that that were just such brilliant touches so what i like what they've done with this one so far and i'm sure it continues is even though throughout the first game kratos and his son get way closer and a lot of those walls are broken down throughout the game you know as things happen and then you can tell there's like a bond that's definitely formed by the end but i like that in this game they're, st- they're not like yeah but kratos is still not soft man like they're he's not, not best buddies he's, yeah yeah he's right. not soft and he still treats his son like his little boy and he's not you know he still has a, an attitude of you're not ready even if he's not saying it as much this time around right. so yeah. so uh, so i do like that i think it's nice that he's still like 
he hasn't lost who he is. It's, He's not... it's a relationship in progress, though, which is nice. You're seeing well, like the continuation of that growth, kinda. that connection. You. In the beginning, he literally there's a, there are like moments where he's like, you know, yes, the yeah. training is important because Atreus is like, why do we keep training? Why well, are we going out there and doing something? That's like, the thing. This time the angle is a little different. Whereas Kratos is warming up to him in the first game, this one is Atreus warming up to Kratos. Yeah, sure. Yeah, uh, I agree with as that. The story that's good. Goes on. But Atreus, yeah, Atreus wants to go out and be like, we need to, we need to like meet this situation like head on. Like yeah. we need to go yeah. do something about it. And Kratos is like, I don't want, I don't want war, man. Like he, yeah. literally, the game's called God of War. He was the God of War. He's yeah. like, I don't want to do any war. Like yeah. no war. And Atreus is yeah. like, Nah, it's, we got to take care just, of it. It's uh, just, I don't know. It's just different because there's that no that we're talking about that he says, and mm-hmm. and he would not have said no in the first game. If he was in the same place, like mentally and mm. with his son. Yeah, I'm but definitely I feel not like saying his level the of same... trust is is just totally like he's got way more trust in his son now than he ever did before. That's true. Yeah, and um, I'm definitely yeah. not saying they're in the same place. I'm just trying to say right. that like it's a continuation of that story of them. Oh, it's picking up from like where that. it left yeah. off. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that and wasn't a con- more, that wasn't a concluded like, arc in the first game. Right. Like this yeah, is, I agree. This is... right. It's not, and that's because you know adolescence makes people look at Amicia. You well, you're a different. You're a different Makes kid. Makes people do you know? crazy shit, and yeah. <laughs> and that continues in this game for sure. That theme continues. Uh, you know, you game. get bolder whenever you're a teenager and oh, stuff like sure. that. Oh, like, yeah, you, especially you're gonna, you see that a lot in Atreus, yes. who who maybe was a little more apt to like follow his dad's like you know mm. uh, plays like in the first game. Yeah. Like, you know, there's a little bit of well, him who was... thinks he knows better. Which I remember being a teenager, being like, my parents are stupid. I know better. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, well, he's there's... doing things. You find out he's been doing things without his dad's knowledge, which gets them in trouble mm-hmm. in the first place basically yeah. mm-hmm. so well so how, how i don't it's just atreus is such an interesting character because like this kid when he was i don't know how old he was in the first game eight to ten found like out the actor the the character uh, uh found out his entire life's journey from beginning to i guess mm-hmm. end mm-hmm. at the end of the first game I mean, that could do a number on somebody growing up you know like so it's just he's such a fascinating character in that way um I don't know. Anyway, um, I'm 21 and a half hours in. Um, my God, guys, this game is just unreal. It is, <laughs> it is like all the character moments that you loved from the first game um, that are mostly focused on like f- four core characters, right? Like, uh, you know, obviously Kratos and, and Atreus, but like Freya and uh, Balder, like they all get their, those are like the main focus. This one spreads that love around like the entire supporting cast of characters. Like, I mean, Brock is like my favorite dude in this It game. already feels like they have bigger parts and they had, I mean, they were in it a lot the first game. You know? Yeah, but, but they're like, they're but way more, they're way more in, in it. Yeah, yeah. There, there's a lot of like, you know, like, counseling. Like Brock is just like my favorite dude. Every time he might be That's present the blue dwarf, for a right? mission. Yeah, he's yeah. the blue one. Yeah. Uh, and he has like a great right story too that Sindri reveals. Uh, and, and I'm like, just, this dude's so freaking funny, dude. Like, uh, he <laughs> yeah. he goes on a, a, a trek. Let's just say there's a mission that he's around a lot for. And he keeps saying that. That's why I said, that's Thimble Winter for you. Because anytime something freaking <laughs> weird happens, he kept saying it to the point that Kratos was like, stop. Like, it's just like. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. By the way, uh, Atreus, according to the novelization of God of War, he was 11 for the first game. And oh, okay. It's been roughly three years because this mythological event, Fimbo Winter, takes about three years. Um, and mm. so, anyway, yeah. and so since Ragnarok, anyway, without saying too much more, 
they're saying he's roughly 14 now, which makes sense. Oh, okay. That, that okay. adds up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's, that's what his voice kind of sounds like. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, things, things are happening, man. Like, I mean, this game is, uh, I, I just got like another weapon that I didn't know anything about. Uh, I can't wait for you guys to see what I'm talking about. Um, mm. Uh, there's there's stuff that the, those little like tiny character moments where the game pauses and like whoever the character is that you're following is like I'm tired and like there's just like a, just a really really slow beat and Bear McCreary's music just kicks in and it's just gorgeous yeah and then there's surprise Karen Page Karen Page's hot ass shows up for a minute um, I'm sure you're all past that part uh, <laughs> yeah she shows up early on in the like, she a does, first yeah. a, an initial flashback dream thing yeah. Wait, right, hold on. Yeah. This game is hold on. This game's gorgeous, but it's cross gen. It's it's not. It's ugly. it's so There's ugly. No way. It's yeah. such an ugly game. The PS4 oh, is holding too many, it back. Too many resources were spent. Oh, wait, on <laughs> generations. Thank you, Kyle, for saying what Thank we were all saying. <laughs> yeah, it's very brave of you to say that. Now I think the game is trash. Um, yeah, so I I recognized her right away during that sequence. I was like, oh, it's a chicken yeah. Right I was now. like, is that is that the girl Wool? Like, is that the yeah. girl like from True Blood and stuff? That's oh. Yeah. Oh, and I'm catching up she's now. The, that character. I was like, why do y'all keep saying that name like I should know what that means? Deb, Deborah, what'd you say? <laughs> yeah, Deborah, Deborah, Deborah Wool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. All I know she, her from I didn't, is Daredevil. I didn't but, realize yeah. she was in there. That was a really cool scene. Yeah, so. that was a great scene. And and it's just like the fact that it was like, I don't think that was in any of the marketing, whereas some of the other characters oh, yeah. were apparently, and oh, I just yeah. missed it. Um, but she revealed it like, two days after she was like yeah that was me and like here's yeah. all the screenshots and, and i mean that's something that shouldn't that's something that shouldn't be revealed because it's like yeah. in in of itself it's very cryptic it's like it's like something happens and it's like and then yeah. suddenly you're kind uh -huh. of like thrown thrown out of it and you're like whoa what's going on yeah. And, yeah there's clearly i mean at the end of the first god of war you discover there's way more to the your the late wife character who all you know is that she died at the beginning of the first game there's yeah. way more to her backstory and therefore, mm. way more to Atreus's backstory, which at the end of the first game, you discover a lot more about him. It's like, whoa, there's a lot more here. And so I'm excited that they're and continuing get, into a lot man, of that. Man, the, the lore dump just doesn't end. Like, God of War 2018 is just giving you... Just I a feel tease. like at this point, it's giving you teases and hints, uh -huh. even though there is a lot of story there. And this game is just filling in so many blanks, dude. And oh, they, they say things where, like... Um, I think Agriboda is uh, has been in marketing. Uh, she's been in the trailers and stuff, so I can mention her at least. Um, she says something, and I'm like, "Oh, that's like that's a callback, and that's like everything's making sense. Like it's just everything. They're filling in blanks really well in this story. Good. It's I'm glad to hear that. It's unbelievable, man. And there's just some of the level design is um, it's just insane. Um, yeah, and they still do the same thing where you go to a realm. Same thing as the first game. Again, if it's not your cup of tea, as you know, well-educated people say, I guess, uh, then <laughs> then you're uh, then you're not gonna <laughs> like it. Uh, yeah. But um, but you go to another realm, and it's like you you can splinter off into several side quests if you explore more. And yeah. I yeah. do naturally. Like I prefer the realm-specific side quests. Whenever they give me a side quest that's like this is for the nine realms, I'm like, then I'm not gonna do it. It's gonna take forever. Like I'm gonna have to go between realms to collect flowers or something. That's stupid. I'm not gonna do that. Uh, um, but, uh, yeah, I get lost in it, man. I just, I just, like, there's one side quest specifically for, uh, somebody I'm trying to remember who it was. Okay. Yes. It was for somebody very important and it took like two and a half hours. Cause I was just traveling around and, and yeah. looting and stuff. Like, 
Yeah. And the payoff was just awesome. When like, you see a chest like on the side of a cliff, story. you're like, "Well, I'm not leaving this island until I find yeah. that." Well, and sometimes they'll even like, kick yeah. in. Sometimes they'll even kick in and be like, "Oh, wow, yeah, I may have screwed this one up, guys. You think we can stop to fix this real quick?" You know, like, yeah, yeah. It, it's cool, like just running into something contextually and like a conversation starting, and you get that you know side quest like bumper right. up at the top corner, you know, and you're like, "Oh, okay." Looks yeah, like I not, found. It looks like I found you know, something this is, here. You this know? is what I enjoyed so much about Jedi Fallen Order and Guardians of the Galaxy. Like these games are right on my alley because they have little touches of open world feelings at times mm. where it's like, yeah. take the side path if you want to, like explore if you want, but you don't mm. need to. And the game's not you're not gonna like hurt your experience not by doing, but we're gonna allow it to happen and to be fun. And you, other characters will talk will talk about it. Like you'll come back and Atreus will be like. Hey, did you find anything good? And of course, Kratos says nothing because he's Kratos. Yeah. Uh, mm, mm. Um, I, yeah, it's, favorite, it's the natural uh, dialogue in those. I like that the right? game even points out it's like don't grunt, say. <laughs> you know, like there's characters <laughs> they, that they say, say that. To that. Him, yeah. They also call out the fact that he's uh, like when you find somebody very important, he's like, I said the direction is this way. Where are you going? He's going to loot a crate. I'm sorry, you're gonna have to wait. Like. <laughs> <laughs> That's why his name yeah. is Kratos. Come on, Mamir yeah. right. is fantastic, right? Shout out to Mamir. Like just the diet, like his he feel he feels in yeah. that that empty uh, that emptiness. Yeah. Uh, Atreus oh, and him will be. He does say brothers little, a whole lot more. And than he right. has he has the like best healthiest relationship with all the characters too. So yeah, it's like yeah, Kratos and him have a pretty healthy relationship. Atreus and him have a pretty pretty much only Asgard hates him. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody else hates him, but you know Mamir like. He the really whole feels like a comic of the the game because he's just like, hey, brother. Brother. hey brother. <laughs> brother, brother, brother. I want to tell you something about Odin, dude. Yeah, so he's I want to talk a little bit. Dude. I want to talk a little bit about the combat. And so, Derek, I'll start with you. That's usually, uh, I mean, we all enjoy the combat, and have thoughts on it, but I know that you especially care a lot about combat in games. What do you think about this? What it brings over from the first game, and uh, anything it introduces that you like or don't like. Okay, so that's what I was trying to get to and why I said it's not going to be game of the year. I'm not saying it's bad combat or anything. It's combat from the first game. It's good combat. Um, my frustration is uh, two things. One, I don't like all the puzzles. And some of them are real simplistic. That's fine. You just go in, you see what you got to do, you you nail it. But there's been several, because I'm trying to do all side content. So I'm not just doing story stuff and just plowing through the story. I'm trying to explore everything. And it just feels like there's just layers and layers of puzzles that stop me. And I'm like, okay, what the frick do I have to do here? And a lot of them are not Captain Obvious, like... I'm fine even if I'm on an island on my own. I have to look them up because I'm like, I have no idea what you're asking me to do, and I'm getting pissed. So that's one thing. The other thing is my major issue, like, the combat's fluid. I love, you know, the the duo of uh, Kratos and Atreus fighting together. That's still fluid. I love um, the fact that we can level up our equipment, all that. All that's the same. My biggest issue is in regular fights, it's not really a big deal. But in boss fights, when you have this overly aggressive boss, and a lot of them are, like, ridiculously aggressive, plus they always basically summon in other enemies, the camera is so freaking close, and I've got yellow, red, blue circles everywhere, and I'm like, dude, fuck off like this is really (laughs) annoying and i'm just playing on give me balance i'm not playing on easy and i'm not playing on ultra hard i don't know how anybody would want to play this game on ultra hard if you're not like op already 
And there's parts where I was doing like side missions and I'm getting absolutely destroyed. I'm like, dude, I'm doing side quests to level up. So you can't do this to me and you're still doing this to me. So there, there's some frustrations for me personally on the combat side. Again, I don't think it's broken or anything. I don't like, this is just my personal taste. I don't like the camera on my butt. I'd like it to be pulled back a little bit. Is there no much. camera options? I haven't looked. Uh, no. There's a lot of great, by the way, hats off to this game. A lot of great accessibility. And I'm not even talking about that for like political correctness. I'm talking about stuff that's useful for all gamers. Like there's um because of the game. Yeah, there's a lot of customization. Like the game can get confusing. Like I get lost a lot. Like not in this game, just in general. I'm the type that like I just get lost. So this game's real good about you can turn on a thing where you click your right R3 button and it always points you in the right direction. Always. So that That's way, rad. if you're like, if everything looks the same and you're looking around and going, I don't know which way I'm going. I don't know which one's exploring and which one's the story mission. If you hit R3, that will tell you that's the story mission. Then you know, oh, this could be a place I could explore. So I like that. There's some other stuff like you can mess around with the the button layout. Like I, I switched evade to circle instead of X. I hate XP oh, I need to do that. I, I need to do that yeah, too. That's that's actually been <laughs> a big problem it's for me. Really that's what throw me off things. if I do that <laughs> at this point. Yeah. Well, if you played it, in, it threw. Yeah. I didn't change it until I was about eight hours in. And oh, here's the funny thing: before I changed it, I kept hitting circle, and then I, ch- I changed it to circle, change it. and now, now I'm hitting X. X. Yeah. Yes, I'm like I'm afraid so that that's exactly I've, what I've I would do. I've hit yeah. during battles so much because I'm hitting circle, and I'm, I'm like, I know I timed that right. Oh, it's the wrong button. Like, yeah, I do it yeah. all the time. Circles dodge. There's a lot of everything. what does circle do, by the way? Does that do anything? I forget. In combat, no. Things up, right? Yeah. In combat, yeah. you can use Why it to activate those? your Whatever. your runic ability, but you can't do it on its own for anything. Yeah, every other game I, I'm used to the circle and evade, but for this one, I don't know. I just I'm get used to it. I don't have I, a, I know. I, yeah, I get used to it. That's yeah. that's what. Same. It is. Like I think I could and leave that, it, but I like yeah. I, now that I know you can. I didn't even think to look if you could remap the. Yeah, buttons. I didn't. I didn't either. <laughs> I'm I feel like <clears throat> I'm at the point now where I'm I'm really good at reading how this game wants me to read its enemies. Uh, yeah. I'm I'm slowly getting there, little by little. Yeah, it takes a it takes a while, uh, yeah. honestly. I mean, like I said, I'm 21 and a half hours in, and uh, did you die out at the beginning? I had a couple of embarrassing deaths on like small fights, and I'm like, crap, do I suck? Yeah, there was bad? one encounter I told you about. <laughs> like, if you remember those wolf uh, man enemies from the first game, they're in this game, uh, and and it, I had a wolf man fight, and there were dogs, dog like creatures that were coming up in every direction and I, I couldn't get away from anybody like I couldn't evade to save my life so I had to lower the difficulty even more because I was already on give me uh grace and so I had to lower it to story to get it like come on man I just want to move on yeah um but that's just I I know I suck at combat though that's a limitation I know I have but now I'm at the point where I'm like oh okay now I know you know how to move around and slow time yeah. and and what attachments to use to help me slow time uh, in combat. you can slow yeah. time yeah, there's some attachments and stuff that you can. Uh, oh, what do you call them? Uh, Runes or uh, attachments to your. Oh, so there's time. like, yeah. so they there's like, time. there's like special like the handles or pommels or whatever that slow time if you dodge, right? Uh, there's yeah, there's a slow time for dodge, and then there's one. Uh, there's one of the skills that you have unlock where you can slow time when you aim, and you can aim at three enemies. Sweet. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm all about really cool. I'm all about that witch time from Bayonetta. And they, dude, that. and they, and they, man, they added way more stuff in this game. They for added skills juggling like, in this, like which I think really opened up the combat for me. Because yeah, what do you, what do you mean by that? Like knocking enemies up? Jugg- in the air? Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. almost like a a bar that fills up, and like the more that you use Atreus, like he can put them into a point of like being airborne, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and you can get people stuck in the air and wail on them. And it feels very much like a Devil May Cry or Bayonet or something like that right, for yeah. me. Minus so jumping up into the air. I, I yeah, hear that's... everything that you guys are saying, but like I'm on normal mode and I'm having yeah. zero issues with the combat. Not that y'all are saying y'all are having them, but not even difficulty wise. I haven't died once. Like it's, it's a game that's like really, yeah. I understand the language it's of just, immediately where it, it sounds like you are now. Later on, yeah. it, it sounds like, you know, like you are now Jeff, but I've, I've been doing a lot of side stuff that probably should have been hard. Even when I was looking mm-hmm. up stuff like this is a hard battle. And I was like, why oh, breeze do that one. Have that's you guys, great. any of you, Derek <clears throat> might have, but have you unlocked the shield double tap where you double tap L1 and it knocks them back mm-hmm. if they're charging up for an attack or something. Okay. Yeah. Know. That's a game changer too. Cause that was not in the first game. Um, mm-hmm. I do know when I died. I think a that replaces the kick or whatever. If somebody comes up to you, yes, row, yes, and, and that's what it is. on the third attempt, which I finally did win that one, he kept going like, "Why aren't you blocking, father?" And I was like, "Shut up!" <laughs> but that was my problem. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I up, wasn't boy. properly using. I was just trying to dodge everything yeah. and start attacking and dodge, and, and I was like, "This isn't very effective." And I learned as soon as I started blocking, like legit, Atreus was right. I had yeah. no problem with that fight when I properly used my shield. Also, I was like, why am I not doing much damage? I know I got to upgrade over time, but I feel like these early enemies are taking forever to die. Well, then I started using, like, switching back and forth between weapons. You got frost and flame, and you Mm -hmm. can boost the damage of both by applying that, uh, like, whatever, proccing that symptom on them. So if you hit them with frost, if that fills up, Mm -hmm. boom, then you hit them with flame attacks, their, their health just goes, like, real fast. Like, as soon as you apply one of them, the other one does tons more. Like, it's little things like that that I'm like, all right, I just need to pay attention. The game's told me these things. I'm trying to just be like, yeah, oh, there's still there's still a lot I haven't touched with combat. I remember in the first God of War, I was barely using my shield. I was barely. Yeah. Now I'm like, I keep forgetting. all the time, I keep I'm like, bam, bam. Yeah. Like, I'm just shoving people away from me. And mm-hmm. uh, that double tap really is a game changer for enemies that have shields because you can break their uh, stance and just wail on them. So, Kyle, tell me how you get... Like, you jump into a battle, and you got, let's say it's just normal enemies. you got a couple of ranged guys. you got a couple on the ground near you. How do you get a juggle going with a couple of them? What do you do? So, uh, firstly, I, I usually put my back to a wall because it's super easy to get, like, surrounded in this game. I'm like Derek was f- talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, yeah. I'm pretty familiar with that, like, uh, even, like, Death Strand. Like, a lot of games do this now where it's, like, there's an indicator over here, Metal Gear Solid 4, that like t- is telling you there's a guy over here. Well, now it's red. Now they're attacking. If it's blinking red, that means they're you know attacking you from afar. And as long as you remember those color codings and pulsations and stuff like that, those indicators, I I feel like I know exactly when I need to hit that dodge button, exactly when I need to reposition myself and put up that shield and stuff like that. Yeah. To get someone juggling though, uh, I, I usually maybe? yeah I usually hit them with some heavies and then mm-hmm. hit hit uh atreus where uh you know square 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 where he where he shoots arrows at him and uh there, there's a there's a mode if like you hit them and break their bar which is like they're kind of like where you can hit their r you know r3 to oh, like yeah, whatever it's like a stance if they're, if they're in the air the poet, they'll, float, they'll float there and if you can just run right up them as kratos and just start decimating them in that mode when they're floating or when they're like juggle yeah. or being juggled or whatever you're doing That's... like th- 
two or three times. It damage. seems like R three activates from any distance, right? That it does. Yeah, you can, yeah, you start yeah. running. As soon, if you yeah, you got to start running. You got to run and you're, back, and you're you're he'll run after that run, right? You're invincible yeah. for that whole run. Yeah. Like as soon as you hit you, it. Yeah, the second you hit R three in the game, recognizes the distance. Yeah, like there's an iframe yeah. there. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. I like that. Um, I do love that the 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 ranged from your companions does. Actually, I feel like it's more valuable in this one where I was barely I using so it too. in the first one. Uh, this one is like, now you get this type of arrow and this type of arrow, and, and they mm. have different benefits and different damage uh, properties and stuff. So, like, I yeah, that just I, feels like I did feels like a lot of game-changing elements in this game. I did activate the skill with the with the uh, the blades of chaos, where as you're tapping triangle to spin and, and fire up fire them up, yeah, yeah. you can block That's projectiles. And so it's like I, I upgraded that skill where it now blocks any kind of projectile coming at you. So if I've all... got him shooting at me, I just start spinning my blades and then I go after him. Once and the axe has a similar one where you, if you hold down triangle, it like frosts up the blade or whatever. And like these things, they change up combat completely. You and know it does what a I mean? ton of yeah, damage. Like the, the it, tenants are still there, obviously, but to have to have these extra things, even like the rune attacks where you're holding down L1 and hitting a face button, you know, and doing kind of a special or whatever. These yeah. are all things that like added extra layers to a combat system that already worked really well. Yeah. Uh, that that it's like you didn't need to do all that. It was that yeah, you and you enhance this game in a way that like feels good and like feels like an actual progression, you know. And I'm yeah. I'm seeing a lot of people like docking it for being kind of like, well, you know, 2018 Wildest, we've never seen anything like this. This is just that again. I'm like, that's what a sequel is, guys. You know, I don't know why we're <laughs> no no it you know to be yeah, fair, not, not you guys, it, but right? like I'm talking like IGN it and GameCube. It is Scoop more and... of the 2018 one, and it's better like as far as gameplay like you can argue whether or not characters and story is better that's probably once i finish it i can have that conversation i don't know yeah. yet but as far as gameplay and visuals and all of that and the way it feels to play yeah it's more of it and it's a better version of that four-year-old yeah. and like, that tends to be what a sequel that's is. what it should be that's what i yeah, want the next jedi usually... survivor game to be i want it to yeah be when, i don't i don't need jedi survivor to be a completely different game you know what i mean if that's it's just be a better more version. of the same you know with like extra yeah. layers to it or whatever like right. that's kind of you know, Horizon we'll probably, West was the same yeah, thing. Yeah, we, we might, and it, you know, it's so weird because, you know, we might praise it sometimes if the media does, and other times, like, we use it as a docking. Like, well, it's just more of the same, you know? Wasn't Last like... of Us, like, a better <laughs> version of the first, like, Last of Us 2? Yeah. Yeah. Was no, better. we're supposed to hate that game. We're supposed to hate that game. Good, a little Uncharted that game. keep getting better. The writing in that game is awful, guys. So Gears Neil, Neil Druckmann, Neil Druckmann's terrible. We don't like no. Gears, of, <laughs> Gears of War is a great example too, where each game introduces. It's the same thing. It's a third person. I understand what it says, bro shooter, whatever. Like it's a third person cover based shooter, but they add elements in every game. And by the fifth yeah. one, it's like, wow, this is really smooth and actually way more fun. Yeah, it's the same thing, but it's yeah. like, but it's not though. But it's not the same thing. So anyway, I think people who say that just aren't really trying it. And some of the systems, like you said, frosting up your axe, tossing it. I, I saw there was a group of three enemies. I frosted it up and threw it at them, switched to my mm -hmm. blades and did the thing where you aim and do R2 which you can send a fireball like down the chain at them that way. Yeah. And it just did a ton of damage. They all just exploded. and A ton, ton of damage, yes. That's because I frosted cool. them first. It wasn't there it. before, you know? Like, it just added all these dimensions. It's, uh, it felt it's so very cool. cool. Yeah. You know what You know what is really funny about this game, too? We mentioned it uh, maybe reusing some assets or whatever, or being too similar. There are actually moments where you'll explore a realm. Uh, like, there's that fire realm. I can't remember the name of it. Um, it's so you do, like the training, name. like the training. Yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, and there were there are empty. I ran into Muspelheim. an empty chest. Yeah. Uh, yes, there you go, Muspelheim. And uh, I ran into an empty chest, and Atreus, uh, it, it was like, oh yeah, this is where we did this. And I was like, uh, oh my god, they left uh, some empty chests here. 
Uh, well, he mentions, I think, we that area on earlier on, right? He does mention yeah. it early in the game. Yep. It's really well, interesting the, that they left the, that stuff in there. The game okay. does a really good job of like reminding you, because like, Jeff was talking about some part with some area and some types of people, and I was just like, I don't know what you're talking about. And when I finally <laughs> got there, the game was like, no, you did this in the last game. Remember, we did all this stuff. And I'm like, well, yeah, now that you told me. yeah." <laughs> but the game does a really good job of reminding you, being like, hey, last time we were here, we did this. You know, there was a big civil war and yada, yada. Like, remember, this is this is what happened. And it's like, yeah, yeah. thanks. I, I remember it's, that now, um, yeah. <laughs> It's interesting these because something like that I think to me is is kind of cool and I'll use like Metal Gear Solid Four for example, Kyle. Right, there's a certain moment in the game that you go back to a certain place and you're like, mm-hmm. holy shit, we're yeah, here. Yeah. This is Remember happening right now. And like, yeah, exactly. So something like that happening in in God of War and and they're actually like literally pointing it out and stuff like that. I think that's really cool, but I feel like a lot of people find that as like almost like, well, that's kind of lazy and you're reusing assets and you're redoing this and redoing that. It's like, no, yeah, I think it's really right. cool story-wise because yeah. it feels like a lived-in world, right? It's like, oh, you're going back to it's this con- place because... It's called continuity, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. I don't remember uh, Spartelheim, Spartel, Fartholheim uh, having <laughs> what now? as what? much Fart exploration... I, I don't remember it having as much exploration as I did in this game like i remember it being a story mission in the first game i don't remember uh, going to the the realm of 12 that's the elves yeah, the, 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 el- yeah the, the war between the elves and stuff oh the uh, elves i, I that. thought that was alfheim or whatever mm-hmm. uh no yeah, that's alfheim. what no it's sorry that's the dwarves i'm sorry yeah, yeah the, sorry. going uh, to spartelheim was brand new like that was a new city a new yeah was a brand new area my bad um, so Alfheim, so Alfheim, when you go there, uh, that's where all the frustrating puzzles are, by the way. Once I left there, I was like, oh, it's back to being a, a tolerable game puzzle-wise. Uh, but anyway, um, I don't remember it being that wide open, because in the first game, I remember it being like, we're here to do this, and the enemies are annoying, and some of the puzzles are obnoxious, have fun. But I don't remember it being like, here's some sandy areas, go ride a sleigh or whatever. Yeah, like, I don't no, remember it being that wide open. A lot of the areas in the first game, once you left like the main hub, mid yeah. Midgard or whatever, were like hallways or whatever, which is fine, you know. Yeah, but, like, it was great. And in this is. game, yeah. it seems like when you go to a main area, and the game kind of warns you too, it'll be mm-hmm. like, this is a big part of your journey, and you might want to. Yeah. go back and level Your up companions you know? will say it like five times <laughs> you know so like you know yeah. so like it kind of alludes to like hey i'm about to head into another hub area if you will so yeah. um that's kind of interesting that you're going to get a lot more time to like explore yeah. not excited oh, about definitely, those definitely. Sounds, it's, it's easy to awful. collect items and go from place to place and keep opening <laughs> chests and kind of forget to upgrade things but it makes such a big difference even just a little boost in defense or in strength just to upgrade Absolutely. that piece of armor. Maybe you like that armor and you just need a little boost in stats. And it boosts quite a bit. Uh, it boosts a bit. It's not two or three points. It's sometimes it's 14, 15, 20 points, you know? Yep. Like, whenever yeah. you're... It, it's really interesting and, how uh, the And works. that one... What's his name? That dwarf, just like in the first game, just appears around every corner out of nowhere. He's awesome. He's always got All new them, shops yeah. set up. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's all like, how'd you get over here? And he's just like, hey! <laughs> it's like, okay. He did, there was actually yeah. a part I, in a mission I just did today where... Um, uh, the dwarf is walking right behind me. I open a door and he's already on the other side of it going, what are you doing? What's taking so long? And, <laughs> and Mimir's like, what? I still gotta get used to that, dude. That's so weird. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dan, that, what do you though. think about whether it's combat or just any other first impressions? Uh, um, so uh, unfortunately, so I wanted to replay the game because I literally have not played it since it came out. 2018. Wow. So, I mean, wow. Same four, here. I haven't either. Yeah. Yeah. I, so I, I, started, I, I played I a big chunk of it times, this year. But... Okay. Yeah, I, I really a big wanted chunk to of it this year on PC. 
and it just time escaped me. I play. I was playing other things, like whatever. Um, and yeah, I started I streaming you. recently, right. so I've been doing more of that. Um, so I had to like wa- rewatch a recap video on YouTube, and I was just like, oh man, like there, a lot of some of this I'm, I definitely didn't remember, and it was like refreshing my memory. So that was great. Um, so story wise, you know, yeah. Then everything in the beginning kind of really hits you. Um, there's a really uh, particular moment in the beginning for me with something that happened i've mentioned to you guys before something that happened in my life i was like oh okay that's that's really hitting me really hard right now that's kind of a lot um so yeah story-wise like out the gate it's like it's just it's hitting you right in the feels and then like you said there's like there's that that conversation where he's like no and it's i don't know there's just could have told me that before i poured the drink yeah, <laughs> 20, 2018 God of War grabbed <laughs> us in such a way that was so surprising because it was like the three God of War original God of War games were just such like meathead like yeah you know Kratos just slashing everything He's just and angry the whole game Ares, yeah. Ares. Yeah, and then yeah. like it just really surprised us and this is just continuing that which to me is like fantastic because that game just like blew our minds and this is just it's it's somehow even more elevated like the quality is even more elevated somehow the acting is phenomenal yeah. um Man, the I can't wait for y'all to see some of the cinematics and like really take all that in. Like, it's just kind of going to blow your mind how how far they've come, really. Yeah. Well, so the, the comparison I, I was trying to like basically say because I don't remember 2018. I I know it wasn't gameplay wise, like it wasn't not smooth or anything. But this, I don't know. This does feel a bit more, even more smooth. I don't know. It's if those you... 60 frames, Dan. Obviously. <laughs> so it's all the frames. Ah, so then it's so the frames. frames do matter, guys. So frames. frames do matter. Each frame makes the combat better. Um, but yeah, it no, just, but I it do feels feel like smooth. they are. I agree. I feel like, they, like it I is smoother. They're, they're, it probably is the frame. They're using. They're, they're giving me a reason to use the companion and the shield. Whereas in the 2018 game, I got along just fine, ignoring both. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, they definitely improved the combat in in, in many areas. Yeah, it just feels, and it just still it still feels so good to just hurl that axe at something, and then oh, like man. just watching yeah. it like ricochet off of like you hear the cling off of like a metal like surface, and it ricochet, and then you like press triangle, and and it comes flying in midair back into your hand. Like, I love my favorite is leaving it somewhere really yeah, I'll far. Yeah, forget about it. Yeah, just <laughs> your hand and then summoning it, and you hear. <laughs> <laughs> It's so cool, like, man. Like yeah, in yeah. the like in the Thor movies, right? He's yeah, like in Ragnarok. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like sorry, and this just <laughs> you hear everything wrecking in the background. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, just <laughs> yeah. It just it still feels great. It doesn't get old. Yeah. Um, so like yeah, the game just feels great. The combat is great. Um, obviously there's going to be new elements that I haven't hit yet. Like I mean, right. Jeff, you, men- mm-hmm. you mentioned a weapon that at yeah. some point we're going to see. Um, you're going to so see those... a lot of places as you're exploring. You're going to see a lot of like holes and walls and stuff that you're like uh, Mimir or somebody will say, oh, you, you don't right. have the magic for that yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, and, oh, they've they've said that to me a few times already. Yeah, hey, you don't yeah, have yeah, we don't have, have an item for that or equipment for that. First area, you know, there's a lot. Right. There's a lot. I'm like, oh, they really want me to come back here and re re explore everything. Yep. You know? like, I know that there's something with these like place, uh, yeah. this like light brown smoke that or steam that's shooting yeah. out of these things. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, there's yeah, something yeah. I can do to get up there with that, and I can't do it yet. So there's there's another thing that you're gonna get that's gonna help you. There's a thing. There's a dude. There's a doodad. So I think I think you know. With Red Dead Redemption Two, for example, released the same year, some people mm-hmm. were some people didn't like but got over how slow it could be when he's walking or, you know, like getting on the horse and the way the controlled whatever. I understand that like I don't like that. I want it to control more arcadey, more quick response. I don't care if it's realistic. Like give me something that just moves quicker. And I'm like, I understand what you're saying. I, I understand that's your preference. That's not what this is. And if you play it like the way they design it, it works great. And then you just have to kind of like accept this is how they designed it. I feel the same way about elements of God of War, whether it's 
something with the combat or the way you move around, the way you can't explore everywhere, the way that he, you're a freaking god who's destroyed the like entire pantheons of other gods, and yet you have to like instead of this cart where you could hop over it or punch it, you have to like go beside it and like push it real hard and like get out of the way. I'm like, all right, he's, he's like, an old man. There's certain he's, things that I just yeah. accept, and we've talked about this in the past before too, where it's like shimmying. I, I would <laughs> yeah, the shimmies, the shimmies. I don't call. I don't. How we can't just that help. is. I don't think any of that is a detriment to the game. It is clearly purposefully there. Sometimes it's to help you not have to sit and stare at a loading screen. That's a big mm -hmm. part of it. Yeah, too. those are those yeah, are just yeah. ninja loading screens. That's what they are. It's That's, ninja yeah. loading screens. Yeah. It also adds a moment where you can talk to another character. Sometimes it just mm -hmm. depends. Mm -hmm. Like it's so. Like I, I think any criticisms about that, I understand. Pluto narrative dissonance. Of the doesn't really matter ultimately it's just it's there for like because it's a game you know? even <laughs> so. at the beginning the very opening scene you're controlling these sled dogs which is a pretty epic scene we talked about that first major encounter and there by the way there's a second major encounter which is much more akin to the balder fight um yes. which is also super super epic and i loved it um and super early they hit you super with early. early they hit you like back, to back that that one's even bigger the first one's another... a little more like cutscene, and the yeah. second one's more like an actual fight but um with the dog sled and with the boat, it just kind of controls not very realistically. And it's one of those things where it's like you quickly realize, like, hey, this is a little bit arcadey, this section. This little segment of you in this chase sequence. Yeah. I'm not mad that the game doesn't feel like a dog sled simulator. <laughs> simulator. You know what I mean? Well, <laughs> like, you sure much though, like, Tim? It's, it's much like when an, an Uncharted game goes, okay, now you're on top of an enemy convoy and you're jumping. Yeah. Like, those cars don't <laughs> feel like they're driving <laughs> You know, yeah. like it's an arcade kind of moment, you know. It's Got it. Oh, wait. So, Kyle, if two moment. cars are side by side and you jump off of it, that car is going to stay with you and you're going to jump. Yeah, over and gravity the... definitely won't have any factor in okay. anything. Sure. Uh, I mean, it's transition. the same thing with when you're on the boat and it's like you get to a certain point of the shore, you hit shore, <laughs> you hit circle, and the boat just kind of readjusts itself and then goes onto the shore. It's right. like little things like that that I'm just like, I could see someone who is determined to not like this game pointing yeah, out I'm things sure. like that and being like, see? Yeah, it's, not very, well, it's not very realistic. I've, I've, I've also seen, and you, you brought it up too, the way the levels are designed. So like that. I see a lot of like, wow, it's just like a hallway simulator. I'm like, okay, not, I mean, though. moments are, you know, <laughs> like whenever, when you're trying to like get somewhere because you're on a journey. I don't know you what know, castle like, these people grew up in, but my hallways were way simpler. These are super complex, huge Yeah, hallways. yeah. But, and you get to moments that are not hallways anymore. You just don't, there's not yeah. a, a way to go. There's like an open yeah. area, you know? And it's like, yeah. I, I can, I, I see what people are saying when they're like, eh, well, you know, it's, uh, it's very on rails. And I'm like, well, yeah, you're on a journey. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I've always not understood this like complaint where it's like, well, it just feels like the game's guiding you. I'm like, what, towards the narrative you're trying to experience? Yeah. yeah I was going to say, I actually <laughs> think that's smart. What, who I think is so it too. That, yeah. Who just released? Oh, it was Bayonetta three that said they had originally intended it for it to be open world, and they said they couldn't do it because, well, <laughs> let's be honest, the switch. Yeah, the handle switch it. would have never been able to. But that. it would have exploded in your hands. <laughs> their actual reason is because they said it would impact the narrative too much. It, it yeah. like the the pacing would be terrible. So the reason I'm bringing that up is, I actually appreciate and Gears of War are. Uh, yeah, Gears of War 5 was doing this too, Gears 5. And that's, you still have your, like, here, follow this path. This will lead you to the next area for, you know, story and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But they had in two chapters, they had two areas that were big that they gave you, like, a, a, a way to, like, ride around. Kind of like in God of War where you're riding on a snow 
uh, or in one area with the dogs guiding you and you're you're driving that it's the same thing in gears and you can just explore those areas and there's a bunch of side content now god of war is way more filled out than gears let me just say that in case somebody's like oh gears five didn't do it good enough (laughs) they did fine but this is definitely more the reason I'm bringing that up is I think this is a perfect mix. This is how games should be. I don't want every game to be open world. I don't yeah. want every game to be linear. I feel like this game is going, why don't we just do both? Why don't we have our story? We don't. Yeah. You don't have to be intruded with it. In fact, I was watching a video. They went through every IGN editor who played this game, and they basically had to tell you what difficult they were playing on how long did it take them to beat the game and how much did they like explore like side content everybody was different and most of them explored a lot but there was one person that was like i just went beginning to end i didn't do any side content um well i guess he didn't do any side content after he realized he had to unlock certain tools to do more so he was just like forget it i'm just gonna go through the story get all the tools then come back and i'm gonna do all the side content yeah Yeah. so my point is i think that's good that's a good thing that that you allow anybody who wants just i just want to play the story you're 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 being able to take the game in your own terms yes you you feel like you're getting a well-paced story or you can get gamers like me and i think most are like me that are like oh you offer me more Okay, I'm gonna yeah, take. I can, more. I, I can dig I my heels in more. here, and and you know, and yeah. I think Uncharted Four really did this well. I think Last of Us Two really did this well. You know, I think like we're living in a world where we're getting those linear slash open experiences in the same game, uh, because uh, The Last of Us Two has what two major sections that are like yeah. gigantic and open, and like you just go wherever you Where's, want to uh, right now, buddy. I was gonna say, I think all of us acknowledged that we, i mean we all really liked horizon forbidden west but the one thing that was like holding it back from our, for our experience was there's way too much crap in there because it's a wide open world and yeah there's way too much side content and i finished all the side like side missions but there's other stuff that i just left on the table because i was like that's not that's not important that's there's too much of which it. do you too think much, so i don't really like this is, the game of the year but do you think that actually was a detriment to the narrative for a game that's so cinematic and narrative um, driven? no I, I think that one was, was a detriment to the narrative. okay all <laughs> right i'll, I'll, I'll all right. say that there, there are uh, shades of like linearity to horizon because you yeah. are just going west you know and like you the, the, like that's okay you're, you're just opening this section that's true. You know, like you want to stay within you, you want to yeah. stay within the confines of this one area of the map you just unlocked and whatever, and you can kind of go through it as quickly because, like, at some point, point in that game, I just said no more side quests and just like yeah, that's far much to the I end. Do. And the game never pushed back. You know what I mean? Like it was that's like true. Yeah, that's true. Uh, game, but that but game found a I good will balance, say you know? I will say that there was way too much side stuff in that game to agree with Jeff also because like like there for me like if I see a marker I'm gonna go to it I have to it's just like. Yeah. It's an OCD. Part of my gamer. It's a part of my gamer, you know. Well, you don't want to miss out. You don't want to miss something cool. That yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, ima- imagine missing that Vegas mission. FOMO. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's like that would that would have sucked. So, uh, like it's just Wait, like was the Vegas of... thing all optional? That, but there was a part of it that was main mission. But if you if you hunkered in, you could uh, really get that place jazzed up in a real. Quick oh way, yeah, so. I thought there were like two the, or three. Sides so uh, yeah, there's a main part Vegas. of it, but then like it adds on to it, like when you can get the lights on and stuff. That was yeah, awesome. yeah exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. A lot of people didn't. A lot did of people that. didn't do. That. Yeah, yeah, see, like Derek's a good example of it. He didn't see that the first time because like I didn't I didn't choose to hunker cool. in here. Yeah. So like there, I I kind of like this new era of of gaming that we're leading into where there's both. like. 
Yeah. Yeah, you're getting a, you're getting a nice hybrid or whatever. Um, we didn't, I don't think that's, we that's, had the technology before yet to really be able to do it successfully. Just, um, yeah, that been, that, that stranding is, is the same way. You're just going for, west. Or, the biggest complaint you ever hear about JRPGs is they go on too long. You always grind. You're doing the same thing over and over, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And so I think Western RPGs or action RPG games are now getting smarter. They're like, oh, okay, we'll give you a 20-hour narrative. Or you can make it a 60 to 100-hour experience if you want to do a bunch. And I, know I would everyone... say the... Yeah. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just going to say the only thing um, with Horizon, I don't think... It was too big and too filler, too much. Uh, I yeah, I did have my problems with Aloy, and so I took that shot there. But it was also <laughs> the the only thing I would say that, in my personal opinion, like if I was to make an open world game, I would get rid of like the wasted filler crap. Not the side content. Had the side stories. Had the side content. Like have, the collectibles. Have. And stuff, I would get rid of a lot of the collectibles. If you want to have one cool collectible, sure. But like not rare 20... weapons, unique weapons and stuff, right? Yeah, but not 27 different ones. But I would yeah, like... Yeah. I like when games put, like, mo- like side quests, like hunting missions, stuff like that yes. where you get loot. Something <laughs> that matters to the game, not I picked up this piece of paper a yeah. hundred different times in five thousand. Yeah, I, yeah. I will. I will. I will admit, God of War Ragnarok does have a few of those. Like I mentioned, collecting flowers—that's a real thing that comes up. And there's actually one that's like collecting recipes, but there's only four of those throughout the. But realm. there's also artifacts um, early on. You can start collecting. Yeah, you don't need. To I, do I went. I went yeah. way out of my way for one thing that I thought was gonna something cool, and it was a uh, an artifact collectible. I was like, oh. Okay, I got. I, I know. Yeah, no, I'm still there. in love with the game, so I was okay with it. But it was still a little bit of a of a well, uh, part. Yeah. Noise. I will defend the game for that, and the only reason why is because I don't get mad when I get the artifacts because I see that at the bottom right it says XP fifty. So they reward you like every time you yeah, find it. You're you not just XP. collecting an arbitrary thing. You are growing. In, in this growing. game, yeah. in this good game, like fifty XP is actually like good. Like any yeah. type of XP is good. I will yeah, say that after a fight, yeah. I'll say like seven XP. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, I know. I will say that they've expanded their reward system too with killing Odin's ravens. If you remember that, uh, mm, yeah, collectible. That. yeah. There's chests so, to go to. to yeah, there's chests yeah. now, and if you, it's like in increments of seven or whatever. So I've unlocked three chests already, um, and yeah, there's good loot in there. There's like you're, armor. You're killing all the birds. You want me to kill no, all the birds? No. They explain what's happening to them in the game. Okay, you're not murdering birds. <laughs> Anybody know that reference? We should kill um, all the birds, right? Anybody know? Oh that yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna kill. I'm gonna kill these birds. Gonna kill all the birds? No, don't kill the birds. Kill the don't birds. Kill the... Got it. Yeah. Sorry, you no, want me to I drown the birds? Yeah. Parks and Rec. Uh, Parks and Rec. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, so I think it's it's gonna be interesting to see as you know we all get farther into this game. Most of us, I think, will end up finishing the game. Yeah, but then, so. like. If, if you yeah. listen to the show for any amount of time, you know we are very honest about it. Like, we don't go into it thinking, I'm hyped for this, and regardless of our experience, stay super high on a game. If it if it's got some det- some drawbacks, sure. point them for out. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But so far, I mean, Jeff's the farthest end of the game. Derek's also played it a lot. Kyle, Dan, and I have put in a handful of hours. I think we're all loving it. And sure, you can point out things that, like, yeah, I can see why someone might not love that element okay but i am loving it like it is mm-hmm. checking all the boxes that i wanted top tier game developing yeah this is, this is one of the most like pristine well-developed like 
flow worthy game. Like I just all, all the adjectives I could throw at this. Like yeah. it's just uh, it, it feels. I only unlike... had like uh, two actual problems with the game where I had to restart a checkpoint, and and when oh, I looked okay. it up, it was like, oh, these are known glitches. Well, it's the first week. It's the first week of launch, and these right. are big games. So it, it is a big game. So yeah, I was like, okay, it's... let's give it some grace there. You know, kind of like the game sure. did, I guess. They're just I, I you know yeah, I just don't feel this level of coding and and like. TLC going into moment to moment mechanics, you know, in right, most yeah. video games. Most like this game games, does. Right. Yeah. Like it's just, it, this is one of those games where it's like the budget, you actually see it in the game. You know what I mean? It's just not the, the, the term AAA isn't just lopped onto this game. This literally is a AAA game, you know? Yeah. Unlike, unlike in a way we've maybe have gotten since maybe the last God of War, you know? So, yeah. um, very, very excited to, uh, <laughs> put more hours into it for sure i think it's for me like this is a year where um there's gonna be a lot of bickering and fighting it really comes down (laughs) to two games like i'm not talking about just our our podcast like this is gonna be all over yeah oh yeah yeah yeah. because this is the first time you're gonna hear me say something like this because i feel like you should just have a clear-cut winner i really would not be mad if like What's his? What's the host's name of the award show? Jeff Keeley. If Jeff Keeley said, "Screw it, we're giving two Game of two the Year awards," <laughs> because yeah. these two games, to me, whether you like Elden Ring or not, I do not give a shit. Objectively, it is a masterpiece, and God of War, same thing. I don't care if you like it. I don't care if you look for things <laughs> to get upset about it. Objectively, Keeley it's won't a say any of that. No, he's gonna say kojima gets the game of the year derek as you're saying that <laughs> i'm here for it yeah good job it's kojima. Me? where we got <laughs> stuck between last of us part two and ghost of tsushima and i'm still stuck between which one i like more because i love both of those games you I, actually swayed me to, to put in ghost as number one that that uh, those episodes i was like we oh did. i think i actually like ghost more holy crap yeah, we yeah. landed on Ghost. And I think looking back, yeah. that is the one I enjoyed more as a video game that I'd be revisit. But yeah, that I doesn't mean it for hours. Yeah. That doesn't yeah. mean that Last of Us Part Two wasn't like everything yeah, it should be. It's not like well, it was a I, I definitely misspoke yeah. earlier because Last of Us Two is definitely on that level of like, oh, this is a triple A ass triple A game where it's oh, like right, smooth right. and well designed and you didn't hear anybody talking about game breaking bugs or anything like that. It's just it's one of the most well developed. It games was QA'd like crazy, man. Like they yeah, just went yeah. through every corner, and this is the same experience. I'm sure there's going to be some glitches, like Jeff mentioned. But um, it's funny as you guys are talking about like we want this semi open world that gives you some options to explore. But you don't have to, but if you do, you're awarded. And I'm just like, you mean like Metroid and Castlevania have been doing for decades? So like, I understand why those games are so beloved because that's the kind of heart they bring. This this is doing yeah. it on a totally different level. Don't get me wrong, but the core idea no, I, of I remember God of War being compared to like a Metroidvania yeah, linear like, yeah, story totally with some optional side things and also some teases of like see that door or that oh, thing you right. can't. I think it's know? the fact that it's cinematic that my brain did not make the connection. Uh, no, but just no, the core no, description like, of what you're saying, where it's like give me yeah. open world, but don't make it totally open. The and structure me, of the world. Yeah. It's, the structure it's, of the yeah. Put many things. many games use this technique where it's like they yep. show you something early on and you're like oh i can't get to I gotta, it what i gotta come oh. back to that but not yeah. every yep. game does it well is that fair? yeah yeah, yeah. like yeah. arkham asylum did it really well you know oh like, yeah that was a very that was a very uh you know metroidvania 3d game metroidvania metroidvania so i think it's safe to say we all hate this game let's move on to other stuff um yeah, let's move on yeah, to a better yeah. game what, let's what are... God of uh, Storm. Can God I go make a Storm sandwich is. now? Um, I, I'm tempted to just guest go to talk about, to talk about Sonic. 
and that is Gaston is here. Yeah, oh, Gaston. Oh, that'd be great, actually. Is he really here? I would love for him to be no, pop in up, as a, a Sonic. Gaston. Oh, I would love for him. That would be the only reason <laughs> that I Gaston? care about this conversation. Yeah, Gaston. Gaston, was Gaston would come it. in and light this podcast on fire. That's what he did on Sea of Thieves. That's what yeah. he would do here. Literally. Love that guy. All right, so... Uh, we are going to talk about Game Awards here in a minute. That would have been a great segue because you just brought up Jeff Keighley and, you know, dual Game Awards. But I do want to talk about the other game that, believe it or not, other games released this week. Um, I want to talk yeah. briefly about Sonic Frontiers and if there's anything else new this week. Did anyone play Tactics Ogre Reborn, by the way? No, not yet. Okay, not I really yet. want to. Did you buy it? Yeah, I think we're no, all not yet. I think a lot of us are planning on buying it. I'm, I'm going to buy I, it. I'm, I'm just not doing it. I'm that. holding out hope for one of the Steam sales to somehow give it like a little bump cheaper Ooh, is that deck is that deck verified it's deck verified it's def- i think so oh man yeah i'm, I'm totally verified on that deck. deck i think that's so nice, double check that though deck. fact check me on that one. I'm not, i won't i, think I won't you're just, just you're kidding, kidding. Fact and I'm just taking <laughs> i won't your word is <laughs> crap kyle does his own <laughs> verification yeah. um so we don't have any impressions on tactics ogre reborn although i love that classic series we are also going to talk about our thoughts on black panther the black panther movie wakanda forever black but Panthers. we'll get to that Black Panther, but we'll get to wow. that later. Wow. Okay. I do not endorse what that. a Freudian slip if I ever heard one. Holy crap! I mean, now that I'm thinking about it, uh, no, that was a total slip. Uh, that's out. actually yeah, Dan's out. Dan's and, out. He quit. Yeah. Black Panther, Wakanda forever. Wow. Uh, all right. All right. So Sonic Frontiers. I did decide to go ahead and grab this one. Um, oh, nice. Here. Uh, got it on PS5. I I only played through like to the first, maybe I think it was the first main boss, maybe second area. I don't know. Yeah, there's a there's like there's like I guess there's three or four bosses that are like smaller, but they are larger in stature. But then there's like the one huge one that you yes. fight right at the beginning. Yeah. Yes. So we fought the same same. Yeah. Main fought boss that big so. big gigantic thing. Yeah. Um. So I understand why this game is getting some split reviews. I understand why some people are like, I love this. This is, I love Sonic. And this is a yeah. great, finally a good 3D version of Sonic. There's been some others that are decent, but finally I really go in. Okay. I get why you might love it. I also get why some people hate it. Cause Jeff, you brought this up in our chat. Camera is the worst villain in this whole game. And I agree with you. There's camera issues galore. I also think that for as fast and smooth as it can be at times, when you really get rolling, if you hit it right, it's just like, man, that feels great when you're going through some levels and you're just like bouncing off enemies and like mm-hmm. hitting all the speed boost. It's like, yes, nailed it. And then there's other times when you, you think you're doing it right and you just hit one wrong thing and it totally messes up the rhythm. And you got to start all over. And I understand that's kind of part of the game. The idea is get really good at running quickly as Sonic and fighting mm-hmm. enemies. But honestly, it made it a little bit annoying to me. I'm not a mega Sonic fan. Like I don't go after every Sonic game. I probably only finished maybe one of the older games way back in the day. Like it's not really a series that appealed to me. Yeah. Thanks Kyle. Sure. <laughs> um, so I, I'm giving you that context. Just to let you know, like, I think this is a really cool version of Sonic. I think it's got elements that look quite good and elements that look a little rough and that's fine, but overall it controls well. And it's, yeah. it's, it's cool. Like it's a cool Speaking take on of rough. Has, has anyone played? To... Oh my God. Good. I was just going to say after, if you guys, if you've played it, if I was creating this game and I was animating the rain and I was looking at it, I'd be like, you know what? I don't think we're going to have rain in this open world because that is the <laughs> ugliest. It looks most so bad. 
terrible animation of rain I have ever seen. It's still bad in a lot of games, you know. Like, it, it, but it's, it's really it's, bad. It's, in no, this it's noticeable. Game. Yeah, it's that's really the, bad. It's re- like it, it looks like it's a glitch in the code, and I understand that's part of the. Uh, uh, is it just like yeah, part of the lines? story? I think there's like a story element where it's like you're kind of stuck between a digital and a 3D world or whatever. Right. But I don't think the rain is supposed to do that. Like I think I they just think designed the rain it for. Supposed to do is there? It. Is there a? It's gonna say something wrong with the matrix here. Is the, yeah, that's what it seems like. I'm sure. just saying, if I'm making that game, I'm going. You know what? This this world yeah, you're on, just, it's always daylight. Always. <laughs> yeah. So, has no has anyone here played Sonic Adventure and played this and can compare the two? Uh-oh. I did play Sonic Adventure. I won't say I played it a lot, but I did play it. Um, here's the thing. Like, I actually like this game. I won't say a lot, but I like this game because I like uh, Sonic Adventure a lot. Like and I will what did you way. like about Sonic Adventure? Did you like the like the levels where you're basically in this 3D world where you're just running like kind of like a time lap? No, I, you know, I like that like there were like hub areas to like explore like in Sonic Adventures, and then it would go into like a a, a level kind of like that. You know? Oh, That's, it's kind of what this is. This, is. this, okay. is, this has that. You have like. But is there like a story too with like cutscenes and? Yeah, yeah, there are. Okay, that. cool. All right. I mean, is it, is it good? Is, no, but it's no, fine. it's, it's not, not in that game stuff. either. It, it's really right, just about right. it's really just about shadow shooting guns and chewing scenery in that game. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. It's not, it's like it's not. It's not really a. Uh, it's, it's not, not really not, like a good second, story right? by any means. Um, shadow was in the one. second Sonic Adventure. I thought he was in the first one. I thought he was in both. To be honest, no, he was just he was just in the second. Not on his Sonic lore. He will call you out. Well, whatever. I'm the second biggest Sonic fan next to Gaston. I'm coming out. It's not big enough to play this one. I'm I'm coming out Frontiers of the same perspective that Tim has. I'm not like some huge Sonic fan, but I got it because it looked fun. Like I was just like, okay, it looks fun, and it is fun. In in many in many regards, it is fun. So yeah, I was actually I guess I guess this would be okay. Like when I play God of War. When I first booted up, my expectations are high. When That's I first right. booted up Sonic, my expectations were, please don't suck, like, really right. bad. Same here. So when you yeah. go into it like that, like, God of War, you're going to, like, find things that annoy you. And I did. I found stuff that I was like, you know what? If I was making this game, I wouldn't do this. I'm pissed. Sonic Adventure, <laughs> I'm playing it, and I'm just like, dude, you guys, like, the combat doesn't suck. No. All right, cool. Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, running around the open world, kind of fun. fun Exploring, yeah. uh, we'll see. Let me keep playing. But overall, I think it's kind of what you're describing, Kyle, where, yes, it's open world, but it, it just feels like a hub. You don't feel like you can okay. just go endlessly anywhere, at least in the areas I've explored so far. They're kind of limited. Yeah. There's a lot to do, though, and it's a lot of different yeah. stuff. They have a lot of launch pads and things to find up on platforms and stuff like that. And then you're unlocking, like, to get keys, you have to do these, like, old-school Sonic-type levels where you're put in a a level and you're going... Like Sonic Rush or something like that. It's all full speed, collecting as many coins, red coins... Timing your dodges, your jumps, uh, and stuff. Timing yourself. uh, What else? There's, like, four things you're graded on. You can do it as many times as you want to unlock all four keys, so then you can move to another area and unlock, like, a boss battle or whatever. So there's, like... That it's yeah. it's set up like an open world, but using Sonic. Old yeah, yeah, yeah. It, so, it sounds like Sonic Adventure, which I've beaten yeah. every Sonic from Sonic One to Sonic Adventure Two. Like that's like kind of my run with Sonic. Yeah. I grew up a Sega kid. I liked Sonic, you know. I like. Uh, Sonic. I don't. I you know to say 
to, to pitch that they're good games, I'm not going to. Like, if you start comparing, like, <laughs> Mario to Sonic, like, right, obviously, right. one yeah. is a much better, like, created, Ob- you know, yes. <laughs> platformer. And one is kind of the rock and roll, uh, you know, uh, dumb brother, you know? So... Yeah. The, the um, dumb bad boy. Yeah, exactly. He's the, yeah. He eats chili, of, he eats chili uh, dogs and puts on sunglasses. He's cool, yeah. you know. Screw you, Mario. Uh, yeah, very. I mean, very much so, you know. Um, but Sega like, does win uh, But I did like all of those games, so it's like I, I don't even come yeah. at this as a Sonic hater. It just like I see this game and I look at twelve years of bad Sonic games that came before it. Mm. Uh, you know, sure. so it's hard. It's hard to immediately just be like, yeah, this one's just it's gonna I be great. I was just but happy seeing, all, seeing, seeing all, and then that's what I'm going to do. But in seeing all the good, like seven to eight, like that's way higher than I thought this was going to yeah. be. Got you know? some so, of fives. Yeah. Um, so, like, it, it's, it's, I believe that people are really enjoying this game. And, like, yeah, I, but the I, average is still a seven, right? On it is. Yeah. yeah it's like, there's a lot of those, low ball ones. Yeah. Because of those low ones. Yeah. I will say it, it is nice to boot up a game with low stakes that actually feels a little bit meditative to play where, cause it's yep. just like, I can go do this whatever. There's like, who cares? Come, come November. Whereas I... Plague Tale Requiem having just beat that. Oh. It's like, this yeah. is so apocalyptic oh. and dark. And... I just beat that yesterday, by the way. Oh, oh wow. did you? God, you God, damn. God damn. Oh my you got God. got some feelings, Dan. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Got some feelings. It's a bummer, right? It's a yeah. huge bummer. It's great. No, uplifting. I I feel happy. I feel <laughs> so happy. Uh, <laughs> what did you beat? I missed it. Sorry. Plague Tale uh, uh, Requiem. Yeah. Just. Oh, okay. Really, cool. really good time. Just really jolly. You know, the jollies. Yeah. yeah. Well, and 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 to prove that point, like come November, like it's always nice to have like a palate cleanser. That's why it was yeah, always that's nice. That, like, Ford, that's why it was nice. Sure. Like like Fords that came out around this yeah. time. You're like, oh, I can just play that and kind of wash away all this like angry dead people journey i went on in last of us 2 <laughs> right. or this super depressing heart gun uh, heart uh you know heart punch of a game like red dead redemption 2 or something like that it's always nice mm-hmm. to have that like november palette cleanse so um it's I cool that we have this it's cool that we're gonna get need for speed here in a couple pokemon weeks, will you know? be that pokemon? for a lot of people pokemon, pokemon, pokemon. is a very big Next, kyle and i are gonna catch them all we're gonna catch yeah, them all. yeah this coming thursday next week. friday next yeah next week, yeah. week. It's next Friday, yeah, yeah. It's like this, 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 this Friday, uh, this, th- yeah, this, this Friday, uh, uh, as in this podcast airing, yeah. Mm-hmm. Here in yeah. five short days. Yep, it's coming out soon. Um, all right, well, I want to jump over to predicting things for the Game Awards, and we're going to circle back to new stuff we're watching. Don't worry, but I want to get to this first because we talked about Jeff Keighley. Game Awards are coming out soon. Actually, by the time you're listening <laughs> or watching this, you might have already seen the actual nominees. To be very clear, we're recording this on a Saturday night. November 12th. We don't know the nominees yet. We're going to take our best it's guesses. Not, it's not just 11, November 12th. It's 111222. Dude, it's 111222. I didn't is, is Keely predicting the end of the world? Is that what... He is, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, uh, Monday they are announcing the nominees, like midday, mm-hmm. something like that. Yep. So what I'm going to do is I want to bring up a shared spreadsheet here we will fill in and we'll go as quickly as we can like you don't have to explain your reasoning but we'll just pick games if you don't really have a ton picked you can copy someone else that's fine but the idea is to kind of come up with what you think will be nominated for gonna, a handful of these categories you're yeah. gonna hear me repeat a lot of games that's for sure i'm gonna repeat so many games it, but yeah it, this it is, is not interesting my this is not my greatest uh stab at this so. well i mean yeah. like t- tim gave us those two links and i pulled up uh whatever that first one I was the, um what was the top the top games of Metacritic and you know, and I was kind of like oh wow okay so not a lot of like really huge big boy games did come out this year like no, no. it was 
So. Really, just a couple that de- we've mentioned. Derek mentioned a couple. We talked about Horizon. There's only really a handful. Like a handful, right? So yeah. thank, good yeah, we, yeah. thank goodness we do three then yeah. instead of like a full five or six. Or They tend to expand it sometimes yep. when there's a lot. Yep, yeah, absolutely. So what we're doing here, if you're just listening, uh, if you're watching, you can see the spreadsheet here, how we're going to fill this out. If you're just listening, what we've got is uh, each of the five of us will pick three games that we think will get nominated for a handful of these categories. There's a lot of categories for the Game Awards, but we're just picking out ones that uh, we think are actually interesting th- or we have a thought on. And I honestly think like these are like the concrete ones that they nominate every year. Like, yeah, as you mentioned, games for impact and stuff that, that changes all the time. Yeah. Like accessibility games, whatever. So yeah, they're like, nothing was impacted this year. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> um, no impact. We're fine. Okay. All right. So let's just get going here. Derek, what do you think are going to be the three game, three, your three picks that are going to be nominated at the Game Awards? This is not Derek picks. You think Game Awards will nominate these for Game of the Year, overall Game of the Year? Let's start there. They only do three, or are we just guessing we're, three? We're, we're guessing, guessing three. three, and then we get a point for each we get right. All right, uh, Elden Ring, God of War, Ragnarok, and I'm going to go with A Plague's Tale, Requiem. Interesting. All right. Uh, Dan, what do you think? Uh, God of Snore, Ragamuffin, uh, Elden (laughs) Ring, (laughs) Elden Ring, and Horizon, Forbidden West. All right. Jeffrey. Same exact ones as Dan. Uh, I'm going to be repeating those three a lot, I feel like. <laughs> same as these three right here. Uh, yeah. same, uh-huh. You can just mark me down for that, too. So, so put That's... that as uh, best fighting, best uh, sports. <laughs> those are the three that I picked. Those are the three best that I picked. Best racing, yeah. yeah. Best racing. <laughs> those are my same three, too. Well, uh, hold on. There's racing in Horizon Forbidden West, dude. I don't know, dude. <laughs> Jeff, what do you Jeff, what do you yeah. have for uh, for best narrative? Uh, this uh, one I changed up a little bit. Um, so God of War, Ragnarok, uh, Horizon, Forbidden West, Plague Tale, Requiem. All right, so basically Derek's picks over uh, here. Minus Elden Ring because I don't I don't think. I don't oh yeah, know. duh. Oops, my bad. Horizon. There we go. Okay. Um, all right, so that's narrative. Kyle, what do you think for best narrative, best story? Um, I did uh, God of War, Horizon, and a Plague Tale. Hey, Dan. Uh, Ragamuffin. Uh-huh. Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles Three. Nice. Even though I haven't played it, I just I have. I mean, I agree with it. that, but they're not. Yeah, they're no one's. I have a good. I don't know. I have a good feeling. I have a good feeling. And Plague okay. Tale. Well, Requiem. I feel like the okay. we're considering they're going to nominate five. I feel yeah. like there aren't a lot of stories being talked about this year. So. Mm. Xenoblade does have a chance this year, I feel like. I don't know. God, I, we'll that see. would be wonderful we'll to see. have it recognized at all. Yeah. And then they're going to pick some shit like Stray, and everybody's going to be like, okay, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, that, I, that I feel big time. That right, would be so amazing. I, I feel the need to be a little different here. So I am going to go God of War. I mean, so that's, mm. not, that's not different, obviously. But I am going to go out on a limb and say... Uh, again, this is nominations, not winners. Yeah. I'm going to go on a limb and say... The quarry might get nominated for nice. Oh, I love that. That'd be cool. Okay. That'd be cool. No, I love that. I, listen, that's very likely to lose me a point, but I'm just trying to be a little different. You know what I'm saying? I don't saying? know, man. I, I think it. that's a that's a that's a really good. Uh, they're gonna at least, yeah, they're gonna at least nominate that. So, it's Derek, bold, what do you think will be nominated for best narrative? Uh, I'm gonna go the same three as Tim, but just know I want Xenoblade Chronicles three there. Yeah, I think it'd be cool it. if it got We to are on the record, it. Derek and I. Yep. Best yeah. narrative. On the record. Or it deserves to be nominated, at least. <laughs> I'm trying record. to find my 
Sorry, my, I'm trying to use my phone with my nominations here. Okay, so best art direction. I'll go first this time. So I think uh, for art direction, again, listen, I know it's not fair, but it's mm. just an easy pick. I think God of War is going to be picked for best art direction, or at least nominated. I think uh, Tunic could be nominated for that. Mm. And I'm going to go with, because I have a couple of, I had like five options, and I don't know which three I was going to go with till just now. Um, I love your out-of-the-box because you could be right and it would pay off. I could be know? way off here, but best art direction? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go astray. That's good. I feel like I that has a good chance. choices. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Derek, let's go to you. We're kind of doing a snake draft type thing here. What do you think? Uh, neon white. Um, yep. That's a good pick. Uh, God of War. Yep. And Boy. then. Boy. Art direction. You can, come, um, you can come back to it if you want. Uh, let's do tunic. Um, Dan, what do you think? Uh, yeah, so I went, yeah, I, I kind of was kind of thinking along the neon white sort of perspective, like the unique art style. So I did neon white, okay. um, cuphead, uh, in the delicious last course. Mm. Yeah, they're not, by the way, we should mention the game awards aren't afraid of nominating major DLC as, you know, award winners. So that's, right. that's a good call. School what bowl. is it? In the delicious... Last uh, in last the course. yeah in the delicious last course in, and then uh, um, to this day one of my favorite art directions in any video game ever it's so right. cool. oh, absolutely want to yeah. throw that out there <laughs> i agree with you um, <laughs> and cult of cult of the lamb because i think that almost, oh, yeah. that's a great yes. pick that's a great pick i, I had it on my too. short list that's a good pick yeah uh kyle what do you think here uh so i have two boring ones elden ring and god of war i just think that people are going to choose for those and then yeah, my elden fun ring one likely yeah uh, my fun one, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Shredder's Revenge. Ooh. Nice. That's awesome. I, like I, I love like that. Um, Jeff, what do you think? Mine are very basic. It's just the same three that I picked for God, Game of the Year. Um, I feel like I treat this category like the Oscars does Best Director and mm. just nominate the same ones, yeah. basically. I think for monster <laughs> design alone, I wouldn't be surprised. And, and for environment design, I could see Elden Ring getting nominated for sure. Um, same, with, yeah. same with Horizon. Yeah, yeah, I, I can see all those things. Um, best score in music, uh, Kyle. We'll start with you, and then we'll do Jeff. What do you guys think for score in music? Uh, I chose Elden Ring again, and then uh, Lego Star Wars, and oh, uh, then Horizon, and then Horizon. Cool. Okay, and Jeff, what do you think? Uh, God of War Ragnarok, uh, <laughs> Snorizen. <laughs> Good one. And <laughs> good one. Don't forget, this game qualifies this year. Halo Infinite. Oh, oh man! No, so for, totally uh, yeah, forgot. dang. <laughs> so that's totally definitely. That's, that I just want to be release. on record. That's definitely best music, right? There. But you know what's funny <laughs> is you. We'll get to it with action, but the only one I think it might get nominated for is like best action game, which I think is sad because yeah. of the December release. But whatever. I forgot that it was. <sighs> yeah, I, I totally I didn't forgot about that for that. anything. <laughs> Uh, but it could uh, score music would be. A this good is the only man. one I ended up picking it for. Beautiful, beautiful. Oh, music never mind. You're game. right. Action. You're right. Dan, what do you think? Um. All right. So I mean, this first one is just more kind of like I hope because I think it did have excellent music. Uh, Dio Field Chronicle. Really yeah. enjoyed the music in that game. That's the yeah. one. I was racking my brain. I was like, was it Xenoblade or some other JRPG? Yeah. Xenoblade has some of the like. Again, I just don't think it's gonna get nominated, but that's my favorite soundtrack of the year oh, okay yeah, so it's fantastic yeah, okay i wasn't crazy um, you were talking i guess also another personal choice because i hope it uh, also makes it metal hellsinger 
Oh, that makes sense, game. though. That I mean, that's, that's hard. Yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah, it's also yeah, an indie game. They love to give indie games. Do, yeah, yes. that's almost guaranteed. I think that's uh, absolutely And guaranteed. God of War Ragnarok. Yeah. Dude, Gary McCreary is just effing killing it in this game, dude. Um, oh, I'm going to yeah. go with The Plague's Tale, Metal Hellsinger, and I'll go with, um, as a safe one, Elden Ring. Okay, interesting. Jeff's like, that's I, not safe. I don't know anything about the score, so I don't... The it's, score's it's really a, good in that game. It's absolutely know? stunning, yeah. Yeah. It's really, it's really good. Pretty much and out brave. of this world, though. And brave. Very it's, brave. No, it's just stunning. It's not brave. It's not brave. <laughs> I think you have to be brave to face it sometimes. You have to have that, the braveness comes from you, not brave. the music. All right, yeah, so I'm yeah, going yeah. with Horizon and God of War for score, but my kind of out in the limb pick is going to be Kirby. No, wait, wasn't Kirby with score? No. Yeah, yeah, it was Kirby. Yep. Oh, okay. I don't even remember that score. It's a great, great game, though. I still love that I Fantastic bought that game, game and did not even open it. <laughs> I think God damn, God damn you. Kirby could also get a nod for something else outside of like family game for maybe will. like um, action adventure could get a nomination. But um, I'm putting it in for score music. I listened to a couple of tunes this week just to be like, am I wrong? No, it's pretty. It's orchestrated. It's nice. It's like Mario Odyssey style. Um, best performance. So this is voice and, and motion actors in some cases, but voice actors. Uh, I'll mm -hmm. go first this time. Um, I've got this is going to take a while to type in. Um, but I've got Charlotte McBurney as Amicia. Yeah. Um, and listen, I know there's multiple actors who Amicia. cover this actress yeah, did, yeah. In, Dude, in she, multiple languages and she stuff. She did not phone it in, like, <laughs> at all. Every time she was looking around and things were going poorly and she just goes, Lord, I was like, I know. If you <laughs> took just... a shot every time she said, Lord, you'd be dead by chapter three. <laughs> so true. It's so true. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with Ashley Birch. And she's got two main roles this year that I think she might get nominated for Tiny Tina. I had it I had it in my head. Like she's going to get named. She might get nominated for both or it might she be a might. slash or something. Might, but yeah, she is a, I can see it being a slash. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I think I think it'll be like Ashley Birch and then just God of War Ragnarok. <laughs> like four actors. <laughs> <laughs> like when and you then, see the other actors and what they're doing in that game. Oh, my God, dude. <clears throat> My boring pick is Christopher Judge as Kratos and God of War Ragnarok. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Derek, what do you think? Uh, you can just give me the same three. Okay. Um, Dan, what do you think? Uh, yeah. So Charlotte Mc uh, McBurney, mm -hmm. like you said. Um, no, I don't know if I'm pronouncing this correctly. Uh, Noshir Dalal. He's Catalo from Horizon Forbidden West because Catalo is. How do you awesome. spell that? Help me out. Uh, N O S H I R D A L A L. Catalo is fantastic. That, that amazing. character is amazing. Yeah. I just, I super, I could listen to that guy just talk Agreed. for a while. Okay. You're gay. Oh, that's the dude. Okay, that's the I forgot. Derek doesn't like guy. talking. Yeah. So. He's got one arm. Yeah, he's got one <laughs> talking arm. equals gay, guys. I, was, I don't know if you Last know. Last one. <laughs> Who else do you think, Dan? Anybody oh, else? Uh, yeah, uh, Kratos. Um, Christopher okay. Judge. Yeah. Thank God Obviously. for copy and paste. Okay. Um, Kyle, what do you think? Uh, I'm I'm actually just going with uh, year three, Tim. That's kind of what I had written down. I I assumed that the girl from A Plague Sale was killing it. So. She indeed. 
did kill it. And now, if she doesn't get nominated, that's too bad. But it's not like there's no other performances worthy. I just think hers is a. I just can't believe none great. of you guys are picking, aren't picking like Nightwing from Gotham Knights or something like that. <laughs> uh, Actually, you know what, man? I, I gotta say, I'll be honest. That, that, that voice acting was a little. Voice acting was shaky. Not that game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jeff, what are your picks here? I had the same. I initially had the same as you, Tim, but uh, mm-hmm. the further I got in the God of War, I think Sonny Soljic as uh, Boy is going to get nominated over uh, Amicia. I, th- I think they both got nominated mm-hmm. in the first game. So wow. How do you say it? S U L J I C. He's Atreus? Yeah. Okay. And then, and then, yeah, Ashley Birch and then Christopher Judge. Um, I feel like, which I feel like it's which Ashley Birch? Like, oh, which... uh, not Tiny Tina. Um, oh, uh, yeah. My, she got my nominated not... uh, as Aloy. Uh, yeah, mine not time, Tiny Tina so. either. Please put Aloy for me. I'm sorry. That'll make a difference. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad he said something. And if she gets, she ends up getting like both, where it's like a slash situation. Hey, yay! We both get like a point. Yeah, that. yeah. We can work that out whenever. Um, you said Christopher Judge was your third one. Yes. Jeff? Right. Yeah. Okay. I feel like. He's gonna win, dude. It's no question to me at this point. He did. The, the game. He did last time. So <laughs> yeah. He's Wait, did he win like... or did did Arthur win? No, got a got. Arthur won. You're right. I remember no, it was no, Arthur. Arthur, Arthur won. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Arthur, was, I remember yeah. his speech. This he went up there. Theory, he was yeah. Australian, and I was like, "The hell is this?" Yeah, was, yeah. Like, <laughs> he's not even a real cowboy. He's not a real cowboy in real life. I'm an American cowboy. Jeff, what indies do you think might get nominated? Indies, I picked Sifu, Stray, and Tunic. You can just copy that over. That's what I had to. Yeah, those are like the most obvious ones to me. And Cult of the Lamb should be up there too, I imagine. At some point. All right, so Kyle's got the same three. Dan, what do you think? Uh, Sifu Stray and Beacon Hills. That game. Pines? Beacon oh, Pines. Sorry, yeah, Beacon Pines. Yeah, okay. sorry. Fake fan. <laughs> um, that game is, yeah, shockingly good. All right, I'm going to go with Immortality. Yeah, that seems like a Game Awards game. It I'm going to go with Ali yeah. Ali World and Metal Hellsinger because it won something. It got Ollie, nominated. It got recognized yeah. for something. Uh, I will say uh, if they're only going to do five, I feel like it'll be Sifu, Stray Tunic, Immortality, Ali Ali World because those are the ones that keep coming up. Does Teenage count? I, I wanted to put Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles I online, think, but I don't think they'll count that. I, I, I could be wrong. Maybe it is considered an indie. I'm not sure. Yeah, because it's Konami, right? So I think it's I mean, just I don't a... know about the dev, but yeah, oh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, th- I don't know. If it's Konami, yeah. it's a no. They yeah. won't count that as indie. Derek, what would you pick for the Metal Hellsinger, Cult of a Lamb, and um, Tunic? Those are good picks. Tunic. Actually, uh, I want to change out Stray for Ollie Ollie World. Stray looks a little too AAA. Now that I'm thinking about it. How dare you? How dare you? How dare you? I dare you insult Stray. I'm just thinking of like, how are the voters gonna? Whatever, doesn't matter. All right, so for best action <laughs> game, my. By the way, up. Neon White probably should have been. Yeah, that's a good place indie. to put Neon White there. Anybody changing it? Um, it's too no, light. I like my three. It's too right, My fair. three for best action game are Neon White, Bayonetta three, and Halo Infinite. Okay. Derek, what do you think for best action game? Bayonetta 3, God of War, Elden Ring. This is where it gets this is, yeah, but this is where it gets dicey because they'll nominate I feel like all they kinds of tend stuff. to they tend to not cross pollinate nominations, so I don't think those two will, last two will get nominated they, here. They might, but they'll, they'll put them weird stuff for RPG sometimes too. So I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what, see, do think, what do you think? What do you think, Dan? 
You'll see. <laughs> for action game? With yeah, my nominees action. is what I'm saying. Not, not uh, Bay- yeah, so Bayonetta 3, uh, Sifu. And then I had something else, but can I change it to Halo Infinite? Because I totally forgot that existed. Whatever you want to do, man. Like, yeah, so Halo Infinite just seems like an obvious one. So. Yeah. Jeff, what do you think? I have the same three as Dan. All right. Sifu. Kyle? Uh, Sifu, Bayonetta 3, and Tiny Tina's. Tina, good call on that one. That one definitely could get a pick right there. I hope Oops. it does. Tina, Tina Tinies. Tina, Tina. <laughs> I know. The tiniest I am, Tina. Dude, I am so zonked. Like, <laughs> typing is a struggle for me tonight. Um, all right. Best action-adventure game. We're going to start with Kyle this time. What do you think is going to get nominated for action-adventure, this nebulous genre? Yeah. yeah uh, well, Jeff, can why, I, why, don't you take, start, why don't you take can it away and tell mine? me what the difference is oh, here? What would you say, Dan? Yeah, because, because you have best action-adventure and best action. Uh, I don't. They do. Well, I don't want God of War and Elden Ring. Let's do um, Sifu. I'll do Halo Infinite. I don't think that will win it, but whatever. RPG. All right, so you can start with action adventure. Do you want God of War and Elden? Uh, yeah, I want them would to you, there. Would y'all say action adventure games are more explory? Like I don't like yeah, I think yeah, like, so. a, like a Zelda, like Zelda, right? You know. Okay. Yeah, I think so. What yeah, do you think, God, Derek? God of War was, so, God of War, God of War was here last time. What's your, what's your third one, Derek? Tunic. Tunic. Okay. Oh, and nice. then Kyle, what do you think for your three? You said uh, God of War was here last time. Yeah. Jeff. Okay. Well. God of War for one, then. And so was uh, Stray. Uh, and Horizon. No, 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 because that's not going to have action at Stray. Let's just do... Oh, my God. I do not understand this one. Uh, <laughs> let's do Horizon. Let's do God of War. Let's do Elden Ring. Let's just do safe stuff. <laughs> Jeff, what do you think? Uh, I actually had what Kyle put initially. Um, God of War, uh, Horizon, and Stray. Because... Stray more for the adventure side than the action side. Okay. Dan, what do you think? Yeah, uh, Elden Ring, Horizon, Ragamuffin. <laughs> I like how that's the new, like, Death Poop and No Man's Trash. So dumb. You know, rag- <laughs> Ragamuffin. <laughs> um, all right, so I do have God of War. I do have Horizon Forbidden West. But then I'm going with A Plague Tale as a that's dark horse. Shit. To get into action adventure, I almost had it there, dude. Yeah, I, I, uh, I, I feel I like the hard on is stronger for Stray. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, best RPG. I'll go first. I've got uh, Xenoblade Chronicles three here. Mm-hmm. I hate having to type out Chronicles all the time. Okay, three, and then I've got. I think they're going to nominate Elden Ring. Yeah, as an RPG mm-hmm. here. Yeah, uh, and then I think they're going to put in Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak. Mm. Probably. Monster Hunter Rise previously was nominated as a best RPG in the past mm-hmm. for Game yep. Awards. I think Sunbreak and I've will heard get good things about that. So it'll get it'll get recognized as an individual game. Um, yeah. So Derek, what do you think for for RPGs? Uh, Xenoblade, Elden Ring, and then I'm just gonna put uh, Dio Field. Okay. Um, Dan, what do you think? <clears throat> Uh, so three games that are actually RPGs, as opposed to <laughs> things like Elden Ring, which is an action game with RPG elements. Uh, Xenoblade oh yeah, that's Chronicles... not it's not in depth RPG at all. Totally accurate. Go ahead. 
Yeah, it's definitely not stat based. Yeah, not at all. Not at all. You are. That's why I say with RPG elements. That's why I say with RPG. You said Xenoblade. Those are more than elements. Xenoblade Chronicles. They're gonna school you when it gets nominated. Xenoblade Chronicles. Well, good thing there's five, and I'm just choosing three. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So Xenoblade Chronicles three. Um, Pokemon Legends Arceus. That's a good one. That's a good one. What you call? You're an Arceus. <laughs> Screw you, Arceus. Uh, Legends, uh, the Legend of Heroes Trails from Zero. No, nobody gives a shit. Okay. It you don't like trails? You, well. you don't like trails? I do like them. But you like you like to hike, no. go hiking on trails? Jeff, what do you think here? Uh, I have Elden Ring. Um, hold on one second. And Pokemon Legends Arceus. And that's a good one. I, I, I'm surprised about that. That's uh, a... Xenoblade. Yeah. Xenoblade okay. Chronicles 3. Right, what do you think? Uh, Elden Ring, Trails in the Sky, and or Trails, whatever, uh, Trails from Zero, and uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Bloodborne was nominated for Best RPG and not Action. I know. I, I, know. I remember. Yeah, I, they, knew what they I, I, I knew what From I was Soft, doing. From yeah. Soft they, Games. They consider RPGs. them hard RPGs. So eat yeah. it, Dan. Eat it. I mean, they're wrong, and that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> fine they're the committee um, mm. all right so <laughs> well, okay for fighting games i've got gigabash okay. i don't know what that is we can, just be, up, oh. we can just be making up names that, at this point. no that's that kaiju game that's that kaiju game multiversus and then king of fighters 15 kaiju is a slur dan they prefer to be called vertically uh impaired <laughs> vertically lizards giant Derek, lizards do you have any thoughts on fighting games here uh, wasn't there a game release like Duel or whatever? Yeah, yeah. 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 Yep. Had that on the list. And then I'll do King of Fighters. Okay. And then I don't know what Gigabash is, but I'll do Multiverses. Mine's the same as Derek's if you just want to copy that. All right. Dan, what do you think? Uh, King of Fighters 15, uh, Multiverses, and DNF Duel. And Jeff, oh, just say the same as Derek. Uh, I will. Yeah. They're like the only three no. for sure. <laughs> no, you can match the great choice. Instead of DNF yes. Duel, I'm picking Lego Bla- Lego Brawls. Lego oh, Brawls. Uh, there you go. Hmm. Oh, that's a good one. I don't know if it was well received at all because these are. Not I don't know either, games, but but yeah, the rest are the same. Seems like the kind of thing that. Okay. They do, so. Yeah. All right, Jeff. What do you think for family games? Uh, Kirby Forgotten Land, um, Sonic Frontiers, Splatoon Three. Do those make sense? Are those do families play those? I think they. <laughs> yeah. I think so. Um, Kyle, what do you think? Um, those three as well. It's a, in, in fact, instead of Sonic Frontiers, do uh, multiverses. Shit. Was was best family there the entire time? Yeah. <laughs> I, di- I didn't have it either, so it, that's and, so and weird. Are, I... Me and Dan are working off of a different example. You guys don't <laughs> yeah, apparently. Family, that's why. <laughs> That, there it is. That's the answer. There you go. All right. So I'm going to go Mario plus Rabbids. Oh, that's good. Oh, oh, hold on a minute. No, dude, gotta save go. that one. Brother. I'm like almost at the end of Kingdom Battle. That's not a family game. Fuck that game. It's too hard. <laughs> Fuck that game. Even on easy mode, it's too hard. Like I, I yell at the game. I'm like, this is supposed to be for kids. You're always going, yelling at games. You're always Nintendo yelling. Switch Sports is a good pick. <laughs> I'm going Mario plus Rabbit, Splatoon three, Nintendo. I'm going all Nintendo because that's usually who owns this category. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah, that's all right. So those are good copy bats, your bottom two. 
Uh-huh. I'm anti that ah. shit being <laughs> friendly. And then uh, multiverses. Okay. And Dan, what do you think? Um, shoot. Yeah, because I sorry, because I hadn't I didn't have. You can just copy what's on here. Any of these that so we'll do, Kir- we'll do Kirby. Okay. Um, That's a good one. The Nintendo Switch Sports. Okay. Uh, I guess multiverses. Splatoon three. Oh, we're really thinking about almost. this. That's good. I feel like Splatoon three might be a little too like I, I, I don't see a parent wanting sport, to play this. Sports like. and Bro, Kirby I'll, are really good ones. Uh, best I, I family. Think. All you have to do is go. What does Gaston like? And that's what you feel. <laughs> Dan, what do you think for Sim strategy? We're almost done. If you guys are listening, we're almost at the end of the list here. Sim uh, strategy. What do you think? Dio Field Chronicle. Triangle strategy. Ah, and ta- okay. Tactics Ogre Reborn. I wonder if it made it. Because that would have definitely gotten nominated for sure. What do you think, Jeff? It's anything that came out before next Friday. Um, anything that came out before next Friday? Okay. Yeah, I had to look it up. Um, on the last category, I want to go ahead and remove Sonic Frontiers and put in multiverses. I was basically Googling, uh, did Super Smash Brothers get nominated in two categories for Best Family and Best Fighting? Uh, it did. It did. So... It did? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, some multiverse. I would not play with my family. It won Best Fighting and and something else won Best Family. It's Um, a good way to tear apart a family. But anyway, uh, Sim Strategy, uh, (laughs) Sim Strategy, I went with uh, Mario plus Rabbids, uh, Triangle Strategy, and Two Point Campus. Okay, Kyle, what about you? Two Point Campus. Mine was actually the same thing. I, I was reluctant to put Mario's and yeah I was reluctant to put it in there but if uh, other people are thinking that strategy I think Kingdom Battle did get nominated last I'm here time. for it so I have those same three I've got except for Triangle I don't have that one I have Total War Warhammer three oh that's ah, a good call that's a Damn good it. one man um, yeah that's a that's can a you really good can one. you rem- I don't trust Two Point Campus can you remove <laughs> Two Point Campus and put Total War I don't, I don't trust yeah, thank you. Yeah. What a war! Because that's a really good. Two Point Hospital did not get nominated at all, and I'm like, it didn't. I just, but I think it 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 was like a slow build to that being recognized even by anybody, and then by the time it did, it wasn't. It was kind of a weird delivery. If there's five categories, there are not very many strat games this year, so there aren't. Yeah. (laughs) And Derek, what do you think? Uh, Mario plus Rabbids, Dio Field, and Tactics. All right. And last but not least, sports and racing. Derek, you got any that come to mind? Gran, Tur- Gran Turismo 7. Um, what the hell do they normally put in these? I can't think of anything else that sports came out. Does Matt, 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 Madden You can wait FIFA, if you want. Yeah. I'll MLB. wait. All right. All right. So I've, I've also got Gran Turismo 7. Does anyone not have Gran Turismo 7? Yeah, I have that too. Yeah, no. I have that too. Yeah, yeah. It's going to win. Gonna I mean, win. It has to, okay. yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I also added in um, Mario Strikers. Yeah, I had that too. Oh a yeah. Good choice. Yeah. I actually like that game. I'm the only one that bought it. And, and then my third it. one. I know it's a dark horse pick, but it's just been my favorite sports game by far this year is Retro Bowl. Oh, nice. There you go. Root for the little guy. Put, put, uh, give me uh, Mario Strikers. Give me Mike, Mario Strikers as well. I'll take that one. Same okay. here. <laughs> Wasn't there a Mario Golf game that came out? This that was last yeah, year. That was last year. Oh, was Rush. it last year? Okay. Well. Jeff loved that game. Oh. <laughs> game of the year. Um, uh, Dan, you have any other ones besides Gran Turismo Seven for yours? Um, so my first one was Who Gives a Fuck? Because sports are dumb. Uh huh. Um, okay. Wow. Okay. Wow. That's my favorite. Uh, M- M- MLB The Show Twenty Two. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, yeah, Gran Turismo and Oli Oli World. Oli. I almost put that one, but I'll put Oli Oli World for my third. That feels good. All right. Good job, Dan. That's a great good. one. Appreciate it. What's your third one, Jeff? FIFA 23. It gets nominated like every year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's do FIFA. It's actually a good game. All right, so there's our guesses. I won't recap on this too many to read, but we'll see next week Sweet. when we record how we did, see who gets the most points on our nominee predictions. Well done, everybody. Can't right. wait to be right again. <laughs> you were right so last well, year. I to be that, fair, so. you were literally know, like researching this and you're like, they nominated <laughs> this before. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I he's got like a I beautiful love, mind. Dude, he's I, like, to- I told y'all I love award season crap. I just do. I don't know. You why. do love I awards. Just, you I do. pictured you like Charlie from uh, It's Always Sunny, where he's got the board and he's like got the cigarette and he's like, There is no Shelly in HR or whatever her name was. Sharon. Is it Sharon in HR? I think it's Cheryl or something like that. Yeah, it's uh, something uh, like that. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, he has two moments like that because then there is that literal beautiful or mind. Or Carol, episode. maybe it is Carol. I don't remember. I don't know. It might be. I think it might be Carol. That Carol. Carol, Carol. Carol. There is Carol. no Carol in HR. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, before we talk about stuff we're watching, including the the new uh, Black Panther movie, I want to talk about just mention. Um, I'm, oh. I forgot to mention it last week. Uh, the Entropy Center, that. which Jeff is the one who told me about this game. He did the de- played the demo for it a while back, mm-hmm. and. Uh, so I did buy it. I got it for like 15 bucks on CD keys. It is an idiot. a pretty good looking game. It, it's like a portal. I mean, it's definitely a love letter to portal. Like it's people who play, who made this game love portal. Cause it's, it even has the idea of puzzle rooms and it's an apocalyptic scenario and only AI is around to talk to you. So like all of those elements are like, Oh, so it's portal three. Like it's not, but it's very portal esque, but there's no portals. You're not creating doorways. You're instead controlling time. And so, like, the movement of things over time, you have a gun, again, a very portal-looking gun, um, that has a little AI face that's talking to you. Um, and then you can rewind things. So if you see, like, a crumbled wall or a pathway, for example, you aim it, it'll highlight orange as soon as you look at it. You aim at that, it'll rewind and put it back into place. So now you can go up those stairs and move on. And then, of course, the puzzles get really complex, where it's like, move this cube onto this button, but then that'll open this door. But then by the time you get past that, you need that cube to be back where it was originally on a different button. So you have to like carry the cube in the order, the reverse order sort of that you want it to go. And then you have to aim your gun, gun at it and then like make it like float yeah. backwards through time, tenant style. You yeah, know, it's tenant. Okay. Yeah. So it gets really, really complex because some of them are like, there's like launcher buttons. There's the things that make you jump real high. Like the, it's not just cubes. It starts to become more and more complex items that you have to, okay, I need to place the button here first because then I need it to move back over here for me to bounce off of to get across yeah. that thing. So I feel so smart when I solve those puzzles, especially when yeah. it's like, you got to move the box from one button or whatever to another, whatever yeah. you want to call it, platform to another. And then I'm like, cool, I got through the door. I'm such a genius. And then the next one's way too hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they have ones where it's like put it on a platform and then stand on the button to make that platform with the box on it move and then let mm-hmm. it go back. And then you have to get the box, put it back on here. And then like there's just a way you have to rewind it to get it to go back to that button later. Yeah. Like, And you only have like so many seconds of rewind. I think it's uh-huh. like eight seconds or something. Yeah. 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 So uh, it's it, it can be brutal, but it's yeah, it's fun. It's got personality like Portal does. The, the gun has yeah. like a smiley face on it and talks and stuff. And it'll even say like it senses that your stress levels are high. Initiate <laughs> like comfort. Hi, how are you doing today? Like it, it has that like tongue in cheek, dumb AI that's saying everything to you. But it's not nearly as nefarious so far. The AI isn't as nefarious as in Portal, where 
in Portal, the AI tells you pretty regularly how much it wants to kill you. Um, or how much you suck. Or... And how much you suck. <laughs> and how you had a birthday party, but no one came because no one loves it. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. It even has a birthday cake. Do you guys do you guys all play Portal? That game freaking rules, man. Yeah, uh, I'd have someone carry me through it because I'm too stupid. But uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Portal, even Portal 1, just that first, that's almost like a demo with how short that game is. It's like yeah, two yeah. But by the time you get to the end, it's just it's just so funny. It's I let so my funny. friend play it on my uh, orange box, or is that what it's called? Oh, yeah, orange yeah, box, yeah. like on the Xbox 360 uh-huh. or Xbox, whatever, whatever it came out on, just to get the achievements or whatever. Yep. And I loved it. I was like, I would never be able to figure any of this out. <laughs> like, this is so fun and so funny. And I, st- I mean, I can't recommend those games enough. The first one's great. The second one is so much better. It's so good. Yeah. Oh, even when, even when you're the d- yeah. Even when you're the dumb one in that in that team of two, like mm-hmm. when someone tells you what you need to do, like it still blows your mind. Like, what? Yeah. What? Like or at least for me, you know, like it, yep. it totally, it totally, you know. Uh, and and so this has some cool. of that same sense of satisfaction, like Jeff was talking about when you finish an area. So Entropy Center, I do recommend it if you like the Portal games. And then I played the demo for the Last Hero of Nostalgia. It is a uh, a very interesting looking game because you are literally a stick figure made out of very large pixels. What's so funny, though, and I actually laughed out loud because I didn't know that's what your character looked like. I just kind of started up the game and it goes to a character customization screen and it has all these different meters to set like your jawline and your eyebrows and all that. But nothing changes because you're a stick figure. So you can do and it. Even says, <laughs> it even says endowment like it has all the thing like it has so all dumb. the things you could ever want. And you edit it all you want, but your character still looks the same. It's con. I laughed out loud when I realized that. <laughs> it's I was like, so dumb. I love you it. You can change like your skin color and your hairstyle. Like it says you're changing it, but you don't see anything on your your character is still just standing there as a stick figure. That's funny. So I liked that, and I could tell right away. All right, this is clearly a fourth wall breaking silly game, and it is. But it is a Souls like. It is a very strong Dark Souls style game where you have checkpoints that if you die, you need to get back to where you lost all of your. Uh, resources otherwise they're going to be gone if you die again. like it's very brutal in that sense you know it plays very much like um it feels like someone loved the way elden ring played and wanted to make a game that kind of played like that so it plays a lot like elden ring did it's just a it's like an indie version of that mm. so it's it's interesting i like the humor in it um but i don't think it's nearly going to be as balanced or as in-depth as as a FromSoft game it's an indie it's an indie game so there's a demo for it if you want to go try out the last hero of nostalgia um it's like nostalgia get it but uh, get it guys hey guys everybody get get it it. see i don't know if you got it so i'm gonna have to let's dig in let's let's dive into what that really means (laughs) let's totally not do that all right so um well kyle just left uh he had a step away i was gonna ask about your thoughts on black panther jeff we'll start with you then and then yeah comes back he can give us his thoughts so of course don't um, worry everyone spoiler free thoughts on the new well, black Panther movie well i'm white so obviously uh i didn't like it um, <laughs> wait spoiler alert right there Jeff is, <laughs> Jeff is... no i actually liked it a, a lot they had quite a mountain to climb on uh on this story with chadwick mm-hmm. passing and them electing to not recast him um they so that was very much a huge part of the movie where you know T'Challa in the movie, like he's dead, uh, as the trailers allude to. Like yep, he they, they are, away. have like a memorial service yeah. clearly happening. Yeah, yeah, it's at the very beginning of the movie, um, and so that kind of like leads to a weird period of grief that all the characters are experiencing. Um, like, there's kind of a time jump a little bit 
after he passes and um there's no the reason that the black panther's barely in the trailer like the costumed black panther's barely in the trailer is because there's really no black panther for like most of the movie hmm. um because that's what they chose to do they were just like you know whatever you know that was t'challa and now he's not here anymore so we're not going to move on with that um it's about grief right so the movie is yeah. essentially just about the grief yeah of, pretty much there's like two stories being told at the same time kind of where it's about them grieving and and trying to figure out the, the power structure and what they want to do in wakanda basically um how they're going to process that grief specifically shuri because she's not handling it well um mm. and uh and then there you have the namor side which is a totally new world to us um and Another hidden city that no one knew about. How many yeah, more? Nobody knew about it. <laughs> yeah. he hey, just, it came. It came up. It came up before. Came up. There were there were shout outs about like, uh, well, there was an earthquake underwater or whatever. Yeah, yeah. There were there, uh, there's, there's some breadcrumbs, I guess. Yeah, there's some breadcrumbs a little bit, and and then they just go, we're not going to talk about that. Uh, we're not going to investigate <laughs> that. Yeah, we um, actually haven't worked out the rights with Universal on that one yet. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I didn't mean to do that to you guys again. Damn it! Put in the face. Um, sorry. But would you say there's a there's a lot of water in this in this movie? Is there a lot of water in the movie? There is a lot of water. There's a lot of water. A bit of water. And they immediately make him distinct from Aquaman. Who Aquaman? The way that they cast him, he was supposed to be like just some you know, white dude with blonde hair, right, from the comics. But the way that they cast him as a Pacific Islander, uh, Jason Momoa in DC, kind of made, forced Marvel to go, well, we have to tell this story differently. Because Namor is a Pacific Islander in the comics. Like, so what are we going to do? Uh, so mm -hmm. they changed it to make him um, based in Mayan mythology. Mm -hmm. um, so everything you might know from Mayan mythology, he actually brings up sometimes when explaining his origins. Oh, that's interesting. Which I thought that's was cool. really very cool. And it, it works... Yeah. Very well, I would. Yeah, say. absolutely. And he's the type of guy who, are like, he, he he mentions how long he's been around and the things he's seen. And he's the type of person who, even in the comics, he's this way, where he's just a dick. Uh, so like, anytime yeah, he's, he's, a gets, heel, he's man, perceived yeah. wrong to be wronged, his community is compromised. Whatever he overreacts, <laughs> he yeah. is. Yeah. So he's kind of an a hole. Uh, and it's so it's, in broad strokes, this is a struggle that they're always going to have introducing yeah. new characters and new cities and civilizations in mm -hmm. Marvel, because we've been around right. Marvel for a few decades now. And it's like, Oh, okay. Oh, where yeah, have they exists. been? Yeah. So like, do, do, how do they do overall? Like, are you happy with how they explained not only yeah. how they've been hidden, but how they have stayed so separate from all the activity that's been happening on earth yeah. for so long? Yeah, I, I would so. I would say it's a really good way to explain why this city or civilization is that the way that it is, you know. Uh, yeah. And they spend a lot of them. The movie's two hours and forty they minutes. Are, so they have a lot of time to explain a lot of things. And, in and like Kyle mentioned, like this is really a story about two nations that are both uh, pretty well off technologically speaking, or at least their civilization is. But they prefer to be away, disconnected from the rest of the world. Mm -hmm. because they're paranoid or something about the rest of the world wanting too much of the resources and stuff. Makes so sense. They're like, they're, so they're like, they're parallel nations in a sense. And I, that makes it definitely a compelling movie. That's cool. Yeah. 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 I think a, a lot of the mirrors that the two civilizations, you know, who, you know, yeah. via the trailers we see are kind of at odds at e with each other, um, you know, and they do a really good job of being like, yeah, well, y'all are kind of the same coin, you know, two different sides of the yeah. same coin or whatever. 
Um, and they did a really good job. You know, I I I, I liked uh, Namor quite a bit. You know, I'm not familiar with that actor, but uh, me neither. Was, I think I think he was in Narcos or something. Um, he was cool. I really I really I really enjoyed him. You know, um, and uh, I think that there's a you know some cool stuff going on with Shuri because she's such a science person that like tradition doesn't mean maybe as much to her as yeah. as like some other people. You know, and I think that there's a nice journey there. Um, for that character, yeah. um, which I like think, uh, gi- giving her such a you know a, a, a big part because like she you know, the story's focused a lot on her the Wakanda side of the story, mm-hmm. um, and the queen for that matter. Goodness gracious, uh, Jeff and I were talking. I, that's what I was gonna say. I was gonna say Angela Bassett was like, like, was such was so amazing in this. So I would say that the queen and Shuri like really yeah. carry a lot of the story and Okoye, you know, to an extent. Uh, but like it made me believe I'm like, oh yeah, like sure, like sure he's like a really strong actor. Like she was really holding that movie together on an emotional level because uh That's good. You know, she she's a she's a good core to that that movie. And again, Angela Bassett like really shows up and she's um yeah. she's it, unreal. Real she's a relative stealer. unknown. It's nice to see her get a break. Yeah, yeah no, you know, I just I, I just I feel like she's never gotten her time, you know. <laughs> it is well, well, I mean, uh, but but the they finally let her like in the first movie she didn't really play. get the um, amount of range yeah. that she was getting. Yeah, it was T'Challa's show. Yeah. It was T'Challa it was so that was really cool that T'Challa's out of the picture. Now you have like three or four other w- people from Wakanda who are now like taking center stage and really being able to like hold the weight of yeah. what T'Challa left behind. And I think that that was a big worry yeah. for a lot of people, including myself with this movie, is like how big of a vacuum did he leave behind? Yeah. Well, everyone who needed a step up did. And it, the movie is all the I love the, uh, I love that they leaned on M'Baku. I think that's Winston Duke's character. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. yeah he's, uh, he's I'm so remiss to bring him up. He's Okoye so amazing and, in and, this. And her, him are like, they have like the best comedic timing in the movie. And yeah. it was cool to see them get those moments because they didn't really, I mean, aside from one moment in the first movie where M'Baku was like, did you think we were going to eat you or something? Like, uh, yeah. aside from that moment. He didn't really get a chance to do a lot of funny things, and and in this one, it's just throughout the entire movie. He's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. he's really great too. Yeah, yeah, I assumed from the subtitle that it was going to be a lot about the nation coming yeah. together after yeah. he's gone. So like Wakanda forever. The idea is that like the people themselves are going to have to rally to kind of like carry on the legacy of Black Panther because there is no Black Panther right now. And right. then there was going to be the passing of the torch of some kind by the end. Some kind, yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. And and I think they uh, handled some other. I don't know. There's a whole arc in there that really didn't even need to be in there, uh, mm. in my opinion, like involving some things in America that's happening. Um, mm. But I will say the person that plays Riri Williams got effing jacked for this movie. It, she looks insanely ripped. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And and but, but unfortunately, they didn't really write much of her reasoning for why she's doing what she's doing. Mm. Uh, aside from she's critical to the story and they did a good job of explaining why she's in the movie. Um, but they didn't really do much with why is she building suits? Well, yeah. Why? Like they didn't or really just, explain like, that. Or who is she in general? Yeah, you know? exactly. Like, you sure that will be what get, the show get, is, right? Yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. The show is going to be so. a little more her, her, her spotlight or whatever. Yeah. And it's probably going to add a lot of uh, context to this movie. But uh, yeah, the, it, it's it's light on her because there's a lot going on in this movie. Even though, again, even though it's two hours and 40 minutes long, like there's there's still a lot to explain and a lot yeah. of like notes to hit. Does it feel bloated? That's a long runtime. Not really. It's, it's a pretty long runtime, but it did not feel bloated. And I thought I it, feel like my, yeah, my biggest was criticism to, uh, was uh, it ended right as it was getting the momentum going, which is yeah, not yeah. good pacing. Like if you're doing a three hour movie and your momentum <laughs> is like just getting like really going in the third act. You kind of messed up somewhere, you know. Yeah, like, okay. yeah, and that's unfortunate. That. But I still think it's a good movie. So yeah, yeah. 
So they focus too much on the feels stuff, like kind of like that. Is that what it was, or the what stuff? The feels. The feels. Sorry, the story and what everyone's going through, and like um, the emotional aspect, and then like the action, kind of like oh, they, and here we go. And it's on over. that enough. It's just there's there's some plot movements that just almost didn't even need to be. Like there's something that happens in, on the America side during mm -hmm. all this Wakanda stuff, all this uh, what's the whatever city uh that uh uh namor's in there's all this stuff happening over namorville. there and then they marry then they cut to america and namorville like, yeah namorville we don't need to be following any of these people in america right now none of this matters yeah uh, it, like and it's exciting to see some of these people but it's at the same time like what a, i don't know what well, this is that's just being a tv show it doesn't that, matter that's uh, the yeah. uh that's the thing with like it's a double edge because it's like we want yeah. we want them to focus on like the everything connecting right all this yeah yeah, yeah. it definitely feels like but... thor going to the cave in avengers 2 like that's yeah. the kind of be or it's like well we gotta we gotta lay a well, roadmap you know, for the future yeah. <laughs> so what else we gotta um, do but it's still good it's still a solid yeah. Movie. yeah 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 and like you know the things that were really great in the first movie like just the set design and the costumes and everything oh, like that dude. that's that's the all here next level in this that's yes. all that's all here and and the, the the thematic way that they use different color palettes for different ceremonies and, yeah. and just when you get the shots of like Wakanda like on the streets uh -huh. or next to the riverbed and stuff like that like you're like oh cool like this is a totally different place like it's not just mm -hmm. like you know it's yeah. not just some city you know yeah it is on a, a technical level there's a lot of there's a lot of achievements there and I feel I think I know these categories don't really matter as much, but uh, at the Oscars, they are the current front runner to win like costume design, production design, because oh, they put I think so much slay. effing effort into it that it's undeniable, even though it is a comic book movie mm -hmm. and it's popcorn, whatever blockbuster movie. It's it's undeniable. It's so freaking That's awesome. Music's great again, you know. So if you oh, like yeah. music Ludwig's in the first, doing yeah. something, he's doing something Dude, super interesting. With the, music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The trailer. Star, Star Wars, Star Mando, Mando Boy is back, and he Mando. he does he does really good. So like Mando you Boy. know when a song is for Wakanda, and you know yeah. when a song is for Namor, though. I don't know the name of it. Is know, it so Atlantis? Yeah. No, no, it's no, not. It, Atlantis, it was yeah. it was in the comics, and they had to change it because of DC, obviously. They didn't uh, want it. They didn't want it to be Talo, anything. I think like, it's Talokan. Talokan. Talokan sounds right. Which is a real, yeah. which is a real city based in Mayan uh, mythology. Unobtainium. Unobtainiumville. <laughs> Unobtainiumville. Yeah. God damn it. It's Avatar Land because they have blue skin. Yeah. Um, well, I'm excited yeah. to see Black Panther: Way of the Water. I cannot wait to watch this movie. <laughs> yeah. I'm very excited. Dude, I can't wait for Namor to pop up in uh, yeah, Avengers and, and uh, Avatar. Way of the Water. And Avatar. <laughs> Yeah, he's gonna be on the whale like you guys gonna go see avatar going <laughs> now um derek <laughs> the whole time we've been talking i've been distracted by the handsome man in the picture behind you uh killian murphy tell me your thoughts on peaky blinders you finally wrapped that se that series up any yeah. additional thoughts uh it's kind of like what jeff said we talked about it last week before i finished it but like um the last season was good I like all the seasons. It is my favorite show. Um, and it ends fine. Like, it wraps up decently. But it clearly doesn't, like, finalize anything because they are making a movie. So it, there is their ending, but it's there's certain characters where you're like, but you didn't address this issue or you didn't address them in particular. So if you didn't know there was a movie coming out or another season, you might be disappointed. Um, but because I knew going into it, there's a movie. I was like, okay, I'm fine with this. So overall, I thought it was really good. Um, and then I started, 
the last season of The Last Kingdom. I'm almost halfway through that as well. So it's been nice. Uh, I mean, I'm still gaming a lot, but I've been switching over more to watching Peaky Blinders shows oh, and, nice, and <laughs> peeking uh, it, Peaky Blinders hat. Peeking it, it. I I moved on from that. We're talking Sorry. about uh, the last king. You're like five seconds late. Yeah. Hang on, Jeff's gonna Jeff's gonna leave and come back with an axe because he's a Viking. <laughs> oh, we changed. Him. Okay, now I gotta. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I it's just been nice. Like uh, I have like I went through. I haven't even gone through all of Netflix, but I just like a little bit. I've gone through. I've like already tagged like fifteen things. So it's nice not having Netflix for, like over a year and being like, I want to watch The Witcher. I want to watch Cyberpunk. I I know people hated the Resident Evil show. I want to watch that season. I want to watch all these other movies I never saw. So, uh, but I'm hitting off yeah. the the first two that are the most important to me. And I would say Peaky Blinders was great. And so far, The Last Kingdom, while there are definitely some bad acting, because that game is not, uh, that show is not top of the line, uh, it's still really well done. And I like the plot. I like the things that are happening. Like I said, I'm about halfway through it. So I'm looking forward to, I guess that's another one where it's concluding, but not really. They have a movie or something in the works. So that's a popular thing to do, huh? Yeah, I don't think Peaky Blinders. I don't think that was their intention when they were filming the final season. And I, I think read, they were. I read after the fact they were like, "Yeah, we're probably gonna do a movie." And I'm like, "Well, what the hell?" <laughs> <laughs> Come on, guys. I don't know. Um, to me, the way they left it off, there's too many. I'm all for open endings. Like, even if you're an ending, sure. ending, I'm okay yeah. with like, I wonder what happened. But the way this ended, there's certain characters. Obviously, I'm not gonna spoil it. Where I'm like. No, no, no. There has to be an ending to that. That's the main, like, I would say the main villain needs to be addressed. Um, So I wouldn't be okay with just like, well, he's there, he's annoying, he's doing these things, and then we just let him go be, and I go be. I don't know. I can can see why some shows might end that way, because it's like, that's how life is. Like, things just continue. We told you the story went, but I also see, like, from a viewer perspective, I'm like, no, wrap this bad boy up. Like, show me the yeah. conclusion here. Even if it's a time jump to, like, 30 years later, he finally gets his comeuppance or whatever it is, yeah. right? So, like, give me something. But um, I highly recommend the show because, like I said, yeah. the atmosphere, the characters, I love the good characters. all the way through. Yeah. I think Kyle uh, and I are both behind on that. We got to watch that show. Yeah, that, that's right? one that's, like, always been on my list of shame that I'm like, I'm going to get to that one, I promise. You'll be yeah. surprised at the amount of british known british actors that show up in the show like you're like holy crap tom hardy's in this what the hell like it's yeah uh, no the guy i really like from uh gangs of london uh yeah yeah, that guy uh, that guy's from uh joe cole i think yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. i'm like oh okay (laughs) so yeah you're right about that i think he's a shelby no i could be wrong i could be wrong so i'm i'm watching uh i'm gonna watch peaky blinders next actually i've got it next to my queue i'm excited to get into it uh finally did Finally, didn't gonna dive into that show, but I, I just watched that short mini series Inside Man that's on, and it's not based on the Denzel Washington Clive Owen movie from All right. a while okay. ago. All right, um, it just shares the title. Um, so it's a Stanley Tucci and David Tennant um, mini series. Jessica, sorry, it's it's so <laughs> my David Tennant impression. <laughs> I didn't hear what you even said. You but... just like screeched Jessica. Like Jessica, Mr. <laughs> that's, that's what you would. When he was the purple guy in, in uh, Jessica Jones, whatever. Sorry. Uh, oh, God. I, 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 I never I never watched Jessica Jones. I, I got oh. it. <laughs> um, but anyway, so uh, it's okay. 
I, I can't highly recommend it. It's it's got some Bummer. clever moments. It's got some funny moments. It's actually legitimately funny at times when there's a really serious thing happening. There's one line where a character says, um, "I don't know how anyone gets a murder done around here. There's so much admin work." Like it's just like the there's lines like that that are very funny around this dark thing where they're trying to figure out how to solve this thing that happened. I just think it's one of those movies where the problem that's created is so easily solvable by simply pausing and explaining what's happening. And everyone's like, Oh, okay, cool. But things spiral out of control. Yeah. I understand what they're trying to do. They're trying to spiral out of control where good people get into bad situations and now they're stuck. That's what they're trying to get you, the viewer. And I was very much like, no, like it's very easily explained. And so that, that, that kind of bothered me, but Stanley Tucci as a death mate, a death row inmate, right? That were, yeah, death row inmate, and he's like helping with certain cases, and he has criteria for some cases, and he has his neighbor, who's also on death row, who has a photographic memory and a perfect memory for anything he hears. He has him come with him to all these sessions because he goes, they're like, do you have to record this? He's like, no, he's my recorder because he can remember all the details, and they'll just like talk about it through their cells. I liked that. I thought that That's dynamic. a good concept. That was really cool. And of course, Stanley Tucci is so incredibly charming and easy to watch on screen. I love that guy. Always. I, I just thought that the main storyline wasn't that interesting. I'm much more interested throughout the series on the side storyline, which is why is he in there? What does he know? And they dig into some of his motivations. So that part was good. The main storyline with David Tennant's character and his family and all that. It had fun moments and interesting moments and like horrible moments, I guess. But overall, I was like, nah. It was just too unbelievable. So I, I didn't love it, but I thought it's fine. Um, it's fine. So, and it's short, it's only four episodes. So, so there's oh. that. Um, someone finished Atlanta. I guess that shows okay. People like that show a little bit. Yeah, Kyle and I just finished uh, the last episode aired this week, and, and? Um, there's not there's not really a way to end Atlanta in a way that you expect Peaky Blinders to end. It's not that kind of show. <laughs> Yeah, sure. It's a comedy. It's absurd. So I don't, think, Kyle, I don't know about you. I wasn't. I didn't really have any expectations. Oh, about I it. didn't. Even, I didn't even think it was going to have a sense of finality, which it yeah. really didn't. Uh, it didn't. It was just another episode. Yeah, that's just, just the last episode. Yeah. Just the last episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it was great it's, though. There was a great ride. Yeah, yeah, if you haven't started that show or haven't even checked it out, like that's one where. Like uh, that's that's worth checking out. Like that's is that like all on straight... Hulu now, right? Yeah, it all is the now. Yeah, the whole thing's on Hulu. It's yeah. all written by what's his face, um, Donald Glover. Uh, Donald Glover. You yeah, know, th- you know this little guy. You know, uh, no one's ever heard of him. Um, Donald so, Glover. He seems yeah. childish. He seems childish. Yeah, so a little childish. bit of a Gambino. A little bit of a Gambino. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like this is like you could tell why he would want to leave something like Community to do something like this because like hmm. he took his career of comedy writing injected a lot of personal personal like stories and personality into it with this unique style and then collected just the most random but interesting cast of like uh people he could find who all bring something like weird and unique to the table and stuff like that all of which are like very famous people now maybe not because now they're famous yeah but yeah maybe not because of the show but like in the first season like they were all kind of new to the scene zazzy beats and the guy who plays paperboy who was like in internals and stuff like that right yeah brian brian uh tyree henry yeah thank you thank you yeah and then darius you just mentioned zazzy beats and brian tyree henry like those are two faces that most of us are now recognizing whenever they pop yeah, up. Yeah, like, yeah, they're yeah, just yeah. they're they just pop up everywhere. He's, you know, so. I mean, Brian Tyree Henry, especially in this show, because he's kind of he he's it just makes me appreciate how 
much range he has because he's, he's done so range. serious he's done way more serious roles on the movie side and in this show he's so effing funny he's so yeah. freaking Dude, funny bullet bullet train he stole every scene he was he's in. true so good in, but yeah and he's, he's totally so different good. in that role too he's yeah. totally yeah. different it's a different kind of comedy in this one he's the straight man going what the hell's going on over here like in yeah this y'all show, are all crazy yeah yeah everybody man. else is crazy but him so okay gotcha yeah. <laughs> Dude, I you know what? Not to go too far into a rabbit trail, but you mentioned like a good straight man in a in a um, and that's just of course a phrase for someone who's playing the normal person in a crazy yeah. scenario, right? Yeah. And so the Office always had that they would have some guest actor come in to bounce off Michael Scott to be like, "What yeah, is yeah. wrong with you?" Right? Yeah. And yeah. I and I just watched the most recent episode of the It's Always Sunny podcast, and I'm blanking out on the guy's name, but he played like the waiter and the guy the trying yeah, to yeah, hire yeah. them. <laughs> And like yeah, he, waiter, he's yeah. a, who are you? Who are you? He's a great you straight me? man, and they they talk about yeah. how important that is, and like he makes their scenes work because they get to bounce yeah. off of an incredibly like like straight faced, <laughs> straight laced straight man, and he's so good at it, and so mm -hmm. and it was really funny. Um, yeah. I have every to, also speaking of that, I have to give a shout out to Mythic Quest. They just had their season three premiere, two episodes, and uh, some of the funniest laughs I've had in a while from a TV show. Oh, good. And that's including Atlanta because yeah. Atlanta's more absurd and like brainy shit. And and Mythic Quest is just like dumb. Like yeah. like there's one part where the boss guy who's I can't remember his name. He's cricket, I think, in the <laughs> yeah. cricket. But yeah, he's yeah. he's like reading a, a letter. Wolf. He's, he's so reading a letter funny. aloud to a group of people for the first time. And everybody's asking him, Oh my god, what what does that mean? What are we gonna do? He's like, I don't know. I'm literally reading this for the first time to you guys. <laughs> and he keeps saying that over and over. And it's so funny. But he also yeah. has like a higher pitch voice. So he's very yeah, neat he sounding. And yeah. like, yeah. Dude, I love the episode when he like wants to be the wolf. And he's like, yeah, how the lone like, wolf. Oh yeah. She's like, well, he takes that personality test or whatever. And he's yeah, like, that... I'm great. At, he's wearing like a leather Dude. jacket. Like, yeah. so Listen, good. The, the, the deterioration of so Cricket funny. is just. <laughs> oh, Cricket. Um, yeah, I know. That actor's yeah. so funny though. David, he's, what's his name? Yeah, he's super good. He's so funny. And he's great in mythic quest man like yeah he's brilliant yeah, great yeah, great premiere so far yeah um and how about the capture season two how's that oh i uh this is on peacock if you have that uh or i guess you could call it piss you penis. mentioned this show to me and yeah. it sounds really interesting uh, it's um it's on the piss penis network um oh, <laughs> i mean sorry peacock that's the old name i get it um so uh, this is a show that's like it's a british show that's kind of like in the same vein of bodyguard that's on netflix um where it's it's like Great spy show. focused and Nobody very heard. intense and it almost forces you to finish it because every episode ends on just this amazing cliffhanger that you're like no way and you have to immediately jump into the next episode um so it's got that going for it but the concept yeah. is it's around um how the british i think mostly the british government uses cctv technology to solve like a lot of crimes and stuff like that they rely on it very heavily they have a very big network Oh, and it's like Watch show, Dogs, the show. Got it. Yeah, it's pretty much Watch Dogs, but what if uh, people, very powerful people, had deep fake technology that could incriminate people? In oh, man. Like, oh, so it's a little Black Mirror-esque, too, a yes, little bit. Yes, yes. So oh. it's like a, an expanded Black Mirror idea where okay. they take deep fake technology and introduce it into CCTV footage. I'm on board and, with this, man. A lot this of people great. are like... So the first season is about the idea of that, and it's about this guy who's... Uh, I think he's former soldier, military, whatever... And he is uh, caught on camera committing a murder or whatever. And he's like, uh -oh. I wasn't even there. There's no way I did that. And so that's the whole introduction of deep gotcha. fake or whatever. Um, so then the second season is all about the po political side of it. Like, what are politicians doing with this technology if they are doing anything with it? You know, it's it's just a very different story. But it's, yeah. man, 
The twists and turns along the way, it's so freaking good. Yeah, that's a good one. Maybe not on maybe not on the believable side because the deep fakes are so freaking good that okay. it's like okay, but they not clearly that good filmed that. For yeah, the, they, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, but yeah. it's still you just gotta accept it for what it is, and then yeah, you're then you're taken along for a freaking tense ride, dude. It's so good. Awesome, <clears throat> love it. All right, well, we uh, we spent most of our time talking God of War, which I'll do again, by the way. I love this game. I can't wait to j- go play some more, actually, we hopefully, are, before I fall asleep tonight. We, we definitely did doing a spoiler cast on that. Oh, my God. A lot of Game Awards predictions, and so I know we didn't get to headlines, so I just want to throw it out to you guys before we wrap. We don't have to wrap up, like, this second, but as we get ready to wrap up, anything else you're playing, watching, or a headline from this past week that you're like, yeah, we should we should highlight this before we go. I'll open it up. Anybody. I'll just say that Andor had the best episode that they've ever had ever this week. And those who are waiting to watch the whole show, it ends in two weeks and y'all are in for a ride. Kyle, is that, is it true that that show is maybe not even mostly, but a lot of it's filmed like with, uh, I forget. I heard it talk about on game scoop where it's like, um, it's on location. Well, I thought a lot of it was actually done with like unreal technology, like some kind of, some kind of like, um, I'm blanking out on it. Not just green screen with special effects, but the special effects and the environments they're in are done so well, you don't even know that they're not on location. For some, but maybe I'm wrong. They were talking about on Game Scoop this past week. Are you talking uh, about the what, Mandalorian technology that they came up with? On on Andor specifically, they were talking about it. And yeah, one of the guys... I, I, I just know from Andor that they shot most things on location. Okay, all right. Yeah. Well, listen to Game Scoop this week and see what you think about what they were saying about it. Anyway, it sounded very impressive. It didn't sound at all like a diss. Like they love Andor. Oh no, yeah, I can't. I tell love what I've seen. So I'm not. Scenes. I'm not at all. This just so you know, I don't know if that came across as trying to say like. No, no not at all. No, no, no I just. I just like know it, what you're talking they, about. They were <laughs> praising it for it's some some technology that's being used to shoot certain elements of that show and how you can't tell it's so good as opposed to other shows and other movies where you can really tell. So anyway, um, yeah, that show's amazing, man. Uh, and I'm I, behind, but it's good. Oh yeah, you, I can't wait for you. And this to this, watch this is like episode, this dude. is a good uh, example of like a good binge, like because it, it does feel like one movie, just like yeah. a nine hour long movie or whatever. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's, uh, so good. it's you know I'm loving watching it week to week, but like those who are waiting, like you're gonna get a really 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 cool experience, uh, you know, in, in one or two sittings. So nice. I will. Uh, How many I've... episodes are out? Because I think uh, ten two. and twelve in all. So the, yeah, oh, two episodes so this left. feels like this is longer than most of their series. It right? is the it's... longest Star Wars show so far. Yeah, my I think it's even the longest Disney Plus show so far. Yeah, it I is, feel like yeah. most of them are like six to eight weeks. Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. And is, uh, by the way, is this definitely a season one of more seasons coming? There's going to be two seasons. Season. Yeah, and that's two it. Seasons. Yeah. So, so planned two seasons. Two seasons. Nice. Twelve episodes per season. They're right. sharding. They're they're sharding. They're starting to shoot the next. <laughs> they are sharding. They might be sharding. Right? We've had know. so many slips tonight. I love it. <laughs> that's uh, what they're, Kyle they're was doing uh, out of both ends. That was yeah. just <laughs> last last week. Yeah. Uh, uh, they are shooting the next season like in two weeks. Like they're oh, they're, it. they're starting okay. it on you know so. Nice. The uh. I just wanted to shout out Hogwarts Legacy footage. The They did like a 45-minute showcase or whatever. It was like 40 yeah. minutes or whatever. And Much that better. game looks way more impressive than I expected. Um, mm. Very in-depth. Like the campus footage is just so impressive. Like uh, how, I don't know, they thought out like every corner of it basically. And it just feels large. It feels like as big as Hogwarts you would expect it to be. Yeah. Um, 
And uh, I like the dual options. The dual options look really cool. Um, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Well, and uh, there's just a lot of like Mass Effect style, like talking, like running around and talking, like that. I'm oh super yeah, yeah. Into, Selecting you know? like, your it just it feels like there's choice, just basically. a lot going on in terms of like, hey, I'm walking through a room. I should probably stop and talk to everybody real quick and yeah. see what my dialogue yeah. options are. Like it know? really feels like you're a student at Hogwarts, right? Like yeah, yeah. And they, and they said that they have a built-in reason for why your character is a fifth year or fourth year or whatever year that you're oh, end up okay. being. That so way it's like so stuff. like you're a lot of side quests are about like catching you up in the year mm. um and a lot of the school and like uh class stuff takes place via the main story and like you can take time to go on side quests and like okay. that will like elevate like certain yeah. stats or abilities that you have but like the way that you want to play or how you want to engage it sounds pretty open and 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 you know into what you want to do so they should um, have a Billy Madison style where you can be an adult who discovers they're a wizard way later in life and you attend with little kids and you're school. sick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I immediately was like, can you give your character a beard? Like, a, no, you're making like a prepubescent 14-year-old in this game. So. You know, my, uh, I, got, I got home this evening from, from taking our dog for a walk and my daughter had put on the first Harry Potter and it's very dated. Like, the special effects are clearly dated. Like, of course, this, that movie is over 20 years old now or just yeah, under yeah. 20 years old, whatever. It's been a while. And so... But I sat and watched it with her for a minute, and I was just reminded of, like, what was it about those movies that was so magical? And it was it was all of it. It was the school. It was, like, the discovery and the mystery of all this and how this all works. And it was the music, just the perfect score for that, for all those movies, really. It and uh, and I feel like that, that game is going to, it seems so far from what I've seen, I haven't watched this yet, but from what I've seen from all their showcases so far, I'm like, it's just capturing that magic of, what makes it feel so special and it's like oh you're in transported to this world that feel it's in modern day and yet it's not it's like way back in the day so like it's just really cool and i know this one's actually set way before harry potter which is cool yeah so, i love the different setting i'm i'm excited for this game man i'm excited to go back yeah, to too i'm excited uh, to see how bigger much bigger the world is too because i keep on talking about how you're able to go to other places outside of the school grounds and stuff like that and how connected yeah. is that world are you jumping into some traversal system like there's still a lot we don't know about this game and we just watched True. a 45 minute video about right. how much there so i i feel like they're really doing the 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 game's marketing pretty well because i'm not a huge harry potter guy at all and the, the second they showed off this game i was in and the more i see on it i'm like boy this is this is something i'm yeah. super ick on so yeah. Well, two two things I wanted to highlight. One is that sports story is coming in December. Although it's weird that they didn't give a specific date. It just said December. I'm like, yeah, it did. It's November, you know. Like you could just say like <laughs> the date. Like, the date. is it December thirty first? Like, just say what date it is. Uh, so anyway, but sports story no. is finally on the way, and it looks so fun. Like I loved golf story, and this looks like a lot more of that with a lot more sports options. So uh, I'm very excited for that game. A few other things were highlighted in the indie world showcase that look really interesting a lot of cool art styles like jeff you mentioned and i agree with you um but uh but yeah nothing nothing that to me at least is worthy of of yeah, nothing i mean WrestleQuest has a may 2023 date now may 2023 so it seems so far off still but yeah, I know. it does i thought that was gonna arrive this year but i guess Same. after their demo they probably got some feedback and are just trying to because it was a little clunky it was fun experience but it was, yeah. pretty, yeah. it was a little clunky um I also wanted to highlight that Control 2 is officially in development. Yes. So Remedy has confirmed that. So that's awesome. I can't wait Board for it to be more of the same and everybody's going to complain about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, did, they, they did go out of their ways to say things. we want it to be bigger. And I was like, yeah, right, they said the something like the budget <laughs> for this is like double or three oh, wow. or four yeah. times. Because, yeah, it's Control something... was actually a pretty small budget, weirdly. So. 
Pretty, that game was pretty nice game. looking. That was a great Very looking cool. and performing they game. Use that, um. They use that game like Nvidia used that game to show off ray tracing. Like that was. <laughs> yeah. It's that was got some of the best DLSS. Games. Yeah, it was a DLSS like showcase for them. Yeah, so that's awesome. The only thing I'll add is uh, just real quick. Um, I was able to pick up a 8K TV today. Um, I hooked up my. I don't believe you. That's not real. <laughs> that's not enough Ks. Uh, well, I that's got a 14K TV, so step it up, dude. 14K. <laughs> so did you? Would you try it out with Derek? Would you? Would you plug in? Uh, I plugged it in. I tried out God of War, not the new one, obviously, not Ragnarok. God of War on PC and um, Forza Horizon 5. Oh, I did play a little bit of Hitman 3. Um, but I got all three of them running in 8K. I have to use DLSS. If I don't, it pretty much crashes my system. It's just like, what? No. Um, but it it what? looks good. But I, I will say uh, it's just one of those things where NVIDIA clearly exaggerated what 3090 could do um i mean i know they were talking about yes you could do 8k with dlss but you have to turn a lot of things down turn a lot of things off to get it to Mm -hmm. run anywhere between 30 to 60 frames per second so i will stick to my maxing everything out at 4k but at least i'm future proof i got a really good deal it was a two thousand dollar tv that was on sale for 1400 that i've been looking at for like six to eight months i've already that is a good deal i was thinking you're gonna say like four thousand dollars because it usually six something that is a good deal no so uh, and i wanted it because the in fact right now we're we're, as we're recording i am on a 55 inch oled screen right now that is my monitor now um (laughs) that's not big enough that's not big enough so this that i just got is my tv it's 65 inches and so i actually really like the 65 inches because i do sit further back on my bed (laughs) i do (laughs) in the most known gay way um, but I it. sit back when I play like yeah you'd have PS5, to five <laughs> Xbox Series X. So, but my point because is because like, of health reasons inch... you should just step <laughs> <Yeah>. on. <laughs> I might be I might be a little too close to the fifty five. Mommy man, always man. said step well, back. Yeah, I was gonna say we the one that we replaced the one that we have now is sixty five inch and yeah it's like you have to yeah you can't be all up on that thing like. It's no, but so... I like I. That's what I wanted because honestly the fifty five inch yes you can see it I'm not saying you can't see it. But I always felt like I was too far away. Now I feel like where my my bed is positioned with the 65 inch, it works better. Um, and then this 55 inch, probably too excessive for a monitor. I really wanted 42 to 48 inches, but I can't deny the OLED is a really nice screen. So yeah, nice. I've already warned my girlfriend. I said I don't buy boats. I don't buy drugs i don't drink alcohol i don't care about cars i don't care about houses i just but care if about marry me if you marry, marry me we're gonna have like 87 pcs and like 27 <laughs> different tvs in our but house you go hey you go but babe babe there's never gonna be a better screen than what's in <laughs> yeah, this house yeah. you know <laughs> That's yeah, you're how never gonna want more k's you're never gonna be wanting gonna for look k's. so good yeah you're gonna have all the k's you could ever want um all right, well, we will connect again next week. I'm I'm confident we'll have a lot more thoughts on God of War. And like Jeff mentioned, uh, I do think at least once a handful of us wrap it up. And it, listen, it might take a little while. 
because I am not in a hurry with this game. Like when I first played through Spider-Man in 2018, I went way too fast and I didn't appreciate it for all it was. This year when I replayed on PC, I just kind of enjoyed it and played it when I I had time and just like actually played the whole game. And I did like 100% almost outside of the difficult run through. Um, And I love it. I love it in a way that I didn't the first time. So I'm trying to take my time with this one. I'm not trying not to like, hey, it's it's game award season. I got to. No, I don't. I actually don't. I could take my time. and just. Uh, You you should already know. I mean, obviously, the ending could play a part, but we're already going to know where this game falls as you play. I would say once you get to 10 to 12 hours, you're going to know. This is that's, either my yeah. game of the year that's, or it's not. I hit that I mission. Uh, I beat that mission, Lost Sanctuary, and uh, I think that's mission five. Um, and when I beat that, I was like, yeah, this is it. This is this is my game of the year. <laughs> I like, think it was like, like the first, like, 30 minutes. Know. 30 minutes, you know? Dan Cattell already. I'm not even kidding. Like, literally, yeah, like, this, I, that I was, first emotional a, scene and that conversation. I was around there, Dan, yeah. just, yeah. like, when, when you first, like, started throwing axes and doing stuff again. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But again, because I'm such a story snob, like, those first two big story moments, because it's, like, this whole year, I'm trying to think back, and I'm like, nothing hit me quite like that. And again, that's literally oh, you the know first. Shadow of Rose, did. You know Shadow. <laughs> Actually, uh, was it, uh, no, that's Stranger of Paradise, but that was last year. Okay, Never Stranger of Oh, it was last year. I am disappointed with the number of nominations, predictions that Stranger Paradise did not get, you guys. We did not do our job. Also very disappointed. RPG, guys, and RPG. Yeah, best RPG of the year. The DLC did come out this year, so... All right, guys. Well, thank Stranger you for Paradise came out early. I thought it, it came, came out, out this March. year. Yeah, it came, came out, out this March. Year. Wait, was it this year? It was like yeah, February. I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah. I, I guess that's Bro, how much you, I don't it care. It was so much <laughs> chaos. Yeah, I, can, I can't even it. keep track. It came out yeah. after Babylon's Fall. Yeah, I'd rather play oh, Babylon's Fall. We're, talk, we're talking about hit. one of those games still. You know, <laughs> I hate I hated Stranger Paradise so much. I'd rather play Babylon's Fall. Oh, yeah, well, that I, one's the I one that I hate you for yeah. hating it, because it's actually a fun game. <laughs> I know. I can't wait to play it. I'm excited. All right, guys. Great. Thanks for being here. Thank you all for listening and watching. See ya.